It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'm going to get it. Because I, 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 been waiting all night. It's game time. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Here's Tom Barfield, Ward White. Well, good morning and welcome. Welcome one and all to game time. This is Tom. This is Ward. This is Garrett. We have made it into the studios on this Thursday morning. We're glad you're with us as we uh, as we roll along uh, here on a uh, on a Thursday morning. We've got uh, yeah, we got overcast skies. We got a little we got a little rain. We got a little drizzle. We got a little winter mix going on, and we've got what we think is going to be a fun day for you. Let's go around the horn and check in. Ward, how are you this morning? Outstanding. You look like you're about to go milk the cows. Yeah, I could. He's got he's got his jeans <laughs> tucked in his boots and you know and he's got a piece of straw hanging out of his mouth and mm-hmm. <laughs> ready to go. Uh, you want to talk about spooking you? So I, I spent by this morning uh, and drove all the way across town to pick up Garrett because that's the kind of guy I am. All the way across town, and, and Garrett opens the door and I didn't realize he was about to open the door and I about came out of my shoes. Yeah, I got him good. It was he, nice. He spooked me pretty good. So <laughs> anyway, good for you. Ah. Uh, can I have just a little more volume? You just can. a slight more volume. Uh, it is a 701. Welcome into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward and, and you here. Today is, is realignment day for UIL schools across the Lone Star State. And Ward, unfortunately, and we had made plans to be at the Region 12 Service Center and be a part of this thing. We were going to have some fun. We were going to have all these coaches on the on the talk show today and and uh, get their thoughts about what was going on. It, because at nine o'clock this morning is the unveiling of the the new district assignments and what regions you're in and that kind of stuff. And that's one of the things we don't talk a whole lot about. We do talk about uh, what conference you're going to be in, one A to six A. Uh, we talk about what district you're going to be in. But it also, a lot of it, when it comes to the playoffs, what region did that district happen to fall in? So so we'll get into all of that today uh, on the program. But uh, unfortunately, Ward, they're not going to be able to gather at the Region 12 Service Center. No. They shut it down everywhere. Oh, all across the state? All across the state, they shut it down. So everything's going to be basically Everything, virtual. Everything's virtual. Huh. I thought some of them... Mm-mm. That weren't a, a really affected by Mother Nature. We're going to try to no, the give UIL, it a go. UIL last night went ahead and called them all off. That's a mm. good idea, I, I think. You know, and just I wonder if there was any conversation about delaying it a few days, so where you could yeah, gather and do it. I don't know. I, I think from is there a special thing about February the second or whatever third. I think it's it's fine to keep the date the way it is and just take advantage of the technology that's out there. I mean, you could you can literally bring everybody on board via Zoom now, and that, that's probably what the leading factor into doing. This. Well, one of the things that they do after they get their packets and figure out who's who, and is in a lot of cases they were telling me that those other rooms are g- going to be reserved because they will then have their very first district meeting. Mm. That's going to be a little tough. Uh yeah, I, they can get it done, um, and, and like Garrett said, they can get it done Zoom now and, and things like that. I, I think COVID taught us some lessons on how oh, yeah. we can get that done. Um, the the other thing that they'll have to try to do is 
figure out a way to, you know, get those non-district games put together. And that's almost as more important as the district. I mean, they can do the district meeting at any time and, and get that figured out. I mean, they got plenty of time for that. It's the mm-hmm. non-district games that they've got to get figured out. And they said that there's going to be some some Google spreadsheets that coaches can send in and and figure out a way to, uh, if you need a game, put that on that Google spreadsheet, and then they'll they'll have that up so everybody across the state can see it and maybe pick up a game that way. Right. I mean, the UIL is going to help them out in that situation, uh, be able to try to find some of those non-district games. Well, you know how difficult that can be. It's going to be tough. I mean, and there's certain schools. Because uh, some of them are going to already have their district schedule, and then all of a sudden you look up and that team lands in your district. Right. And so now it can not be a non-district game, and so you got to scratch that game uh, and, and figure out, okay, now who do we fill in with that because we're now going to play school A in district. Or you look at your di- non-district schedule and it has nobody that matches anything that your district's going to look like, well, you got to play, you know, at least a couple or one mm-hmm. of somebody that kind of mirrors your district a little bit or play up right? so you can try to get ready for the season. And so now you have to make a decision. Do we just stay with the ones we have to, to fight through it and then trying to get ready for district when district hits? Or do we drop a couple of those and say, okay, we need to find somebody else that looks like our district in, in a situation. So there, there's a lot of factors that go into this. Uh, and it's, and it's, it, it, what happens to me affects you. And then what yeah, happens sure. to you affects Gary. For instance, I've been in a, I've been in this district forever. I know that I need five non-district games. I go out and get my five non-district games and all of a sudden they've moved me. And now I only need three non-district games, so I'm dropping a couple of people. And now there's two guys sitting out there that thought they had their schedule complete that are that are searching and hunting yeah, it's a domino for, for games. Effect. I mean, it's definitely a domino effect. So we'll, we're going to talk to several of our Central Texas area coaches. Uh, Brian Cope over at Lake Belton. They're moving into a district for the first time in school history. Uh, <laughs> it, it, that'll be cool. Scott Stewart from Temple will join the program. Uh we're going to hear from Lyndon Helt over at Waco High and Shane Anderson from over at Midway. There's a lot of questions about university, Waco High, Midway. Garrett, do they go north? Do they go south? Uh, you know, where, where are you putting them? I mean, that, that's the, you know, the, the really the biggest question out there. And I was looking this morning at uh, Dave Campbell's Texas football put out some of their mock realignments. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were kind of going over them. And they have Waco High going south. Uh, they have uh, Midway going south, but they have University go or no, they have Waco High going north and University and right. Midway going south. So it's going to be a tricky situation, and obviously that's speculation. But we'll see how it unfolds. Yeah, it, it will be curious to see how the prognosticators match up with right. the, with the the UIL and, and what they what those decisions are. All right, uh, before we go any further, it is Thursday morning, and uh, we've been doing this since, I think, what, 72 or 73? We welcome into the program Mike Gray from the Humane Society. Michael, good morning. How are you? Good morning, fellas. How are y'all doing this morning? Doing good. First of all, I need an update. Uh, I called Mike a couple of days ago and said, Mike, we've got a beautiful elderly dog that is roaming around here, and he is crossing Bagby, and I mean, mm. it's not a good. Mike, can you help me out? Where are we at on that? Um, haven't haven't uh, been able to catch him just yet, um, but you know, it's one of those things where 
when you do see a dog that's outside, um, if you're trying to catch the dog and, and the dog is more timid and, and the dog seems to be running away from you instead of coming towards you, um, you're really going to be doing more harm than good. So You uh, spook the, more, the animal, don't you? Yeah, you spook them. And so when an animal spooks, they're not going to be uh, as keen to their surroundings, uh, which will make them more likely to possibly get hit by a car. So I know we all have the right thing in our heart. Like we see a, an animal that's that looks lost and confused and we want to help it. <clears throat> and so we try to go, uh, you know, catch it. Um, and so certain animals, you can do that. So certain animals will come right up to you and, and they'll want to be caught. You know, other ones that are more timid, um, you know, other ones that you kind of just got to, you know, just cross your fingers and hope that they uh, um, are all right. Because the more that we try to catch them, things like that, the further and further they're going to run and get scared and, and possibly uh, get hit by a car or, or even worse. So, uh, you know, just one of those things where it's uh, the timid dogs are always more difficult to, to catch, but uh, they, they can't be caught. Talk to me about the weather right now. Uh, how does this weather affect an outdoor dog, a dog that normally stays outside, uh, whether it's, you know, dog house or whatever the case may be that normally is in the backyard or whatever. How does this weather affect that animal? So, so you know, your, your, your breeds like your Pyrenees, uh, they're going to be a little bit more adept to staying outside. They got that big, you know, fur coat on them. Uh, things like, you know, pit bulls who are short hair dogs. Uh, it's going to be pretty rough on those guys. Um, so if they absolutely have to be outside, they can't come inside the house, you know, make sure they have – a, a, a good solid shelter uh, that wind can't get through and, and they have some sort of installation in there uh, whether that be hay or blankets or, or something like that uh, we do have free hay at the uh, humane society of central texas right now that was donated by the uh, china spring country store so thank you to them for donating hay to us again um, <clears throat> we have uh, like i said if you need hay for your animals if your neighbors need hay maybe they're not listening to the radio this morning like you are and, and you see their dogs need some insulation there's nothing wrong with coming and picking it up for them and putting it on their front porch for them so they can have hay for their animals. And, and, and when can they get that hay, and, and, and where is that hay located and all that good stuff? <clears throat> yes, sir. So uh, the hay is at 2032 Circle Road right there uh, at the Humane Society. Uh, it's outside. It's self-serve. You just come grab as much or as little as you need um, and, and just kind of go from there. There's no uh, uh, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It'll be there for you to for your taking. I'm going to assume you guys are closed today. So what uh, what will you need over the next couple of days over the weekend? Yes, sir. So we will be closed today. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, you know, over the weekend, as we kind of uh, things start kind of warming back up, uh, you know, people to come in and, and, and adopt some dogs, people to come in and volunteer and walk some of these dogs because uh, a lot of these dogs will be cooped up for the next couple of days unable to, to get out and, and exercise or anything like that. All right, Mike, where, where are we located? Uh, give me the uh, the normal hours and, and, and contact information. You know the drill. <laughs> we are located at 2032 Circle Road, uh, right across from Rudy's Barbecue. Uh, phone number is 254-754-1454, and our website is hsctx.org. Mike, as always, we appreciate your time. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Thank you, guys. You too. All right, that is Mike Gray from the Humane Society. Take care of these animals please i mean would you want to sit outside no all right i mean i mean just no. stop and think about it i mean good gracious it's uh in in it's not as much as the temperature it's the wind and that you know that combines with the temperature that's you know find a wind block for them do something bring them in the daggum house exactly yeah. exactly i mean you know 
throw some hay down in the garage. I don't care. Get them out of the weather. Get them out of the weather. All right. 7-12, 12 after 7 o'clock. Uh, we are also today are going to get into uh, the uh, the Baylor women last night. Did did you catch the game? It was it was it was a heck of a basketball game. Number right. one, it was a heck of a basketball game. the The frustration was Oklahoma was able to get back so quickly and get easy layups. A lot of times in transition, a lot of times off made baskets. They just got down the floor in a hurry. And it was also one of those nights where it just was one of those nights. I mean, how many times have you seen Queen Egbo not make a field goal? Rare. That's very rare for her to not do that. Yeah, I mean, she last night was 0 for 5 from the field. Mm. Made two free throws. That's it. That was that was the offensive production from Queen. And incredibly frustrating. I mean, you got to give Oklahoma a lot of credit because when you look, Baylor had four players scoring double figures. When mm-hmm. you score 77 points, you're going to win a lot of those games. So, I mean, hats off to Oklahoma for coming in. You know, you're on the road. You get into town late and taking care of business. Get into town late? Yeah, well, well, look, 7-15. We'll be, nice. we'll be nice. That bus arrived in Waco at 7-15. The game was originally scheduled for 7 p.m. Yeah. They came off the bus through the the warm-ups under the chair and, and teed it up. I mean, <laughs> that was one of those, you know, I think initially they were going to fly. Uh-huh. Uh, but the weather just didn't cooperate, so about 2.15 or so they got on a bus, and we all know going through Fort Worth was a lot of fun at 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Holy moly. So, yeah, don't you know they were a little frazzled when they got here? <laughs> and really, wrote, I mean, they rode off the bus, did a little did a little uh, prep, and, and away we go. And so, yeah, it was like 45 or 50 minutes late starting uh, in the, in that first quarter. Baylor jumped out. To a 25-16 advantage. But uh, after that, Oklahoma got into it, and, and it was, you know, it was one of the – and it, there was a couple of times when Baylor had a two had a four-point lead, and you're like, okay, one more basket gets it to a two, two you know, six-point lead, which is two possession, and they're going to win the game. They never could seal the deal. They never could seal the deal. And for Oklahoma, that's a sweep of Baylor. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is a sweep of Baylor, uh, and that just doesn't happen. No, in not Rivers. at all. So, so you got to give Oklahoma a lot of credit. You're right; they scored 78 points, yeah. and it wasn't. You know, and again, I go back. There was a lot of easy baskets for OU. A lot of easy baskets for OU, and it was a lot of it was in transition. A lot of it was in transition. So, you know, uh, Sarah Andrews had a heck of a night. With 23, so it, we'll get into that a little later on in the program as well. All right, it is 7.15. You want to know what's going on weather-wise? So do we. Uh, let's check out Fox 44 with our weather forecast this morning. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Michael Point. Our winter storm warning continues today with freezing rain, sleet, and pockets of light snow. High temperatures will struggle to hit 29 degrees Any moisture or puddles around will freeze. And our winds today out of the north at 20 to 25, and that means our wind chills will be in the single digits. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Scott Drew and the Bears, all season long on ESPN Central Texas. 
It's Baylor in Kansas this Saturday from Allen Fieldhouse in Lawrence. 2.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 3 p.m. tip-off Saturday. Bears, Jayhawks, this Saturday from Lawrence. Follow the defending Big 12 and national champion Bears the entire season with Pat and John. Right here on ESPN Central Texas. At ASCO, we don't spend time getting ready, we are ready. That's what it means when we say we're on it. We're on it with dedicated service and support, rentals, sales, and delivery. We're on it with Case Construction Equipment, equipment that's powerful, efficient, and dependable. Case Equipment that can dominate a job site, endure the elements, and be up and running whenever you're ready to finish the job. At ASCO, we're on it, whatever it is. If you've ever ordered food for work, you understand it's different. There's just so much more at stake. Whether it's a meeting, a client call, or lunch with the office that has to arrive at the actual lunchtime, food for work has to work. That's why there's Easy Cater, food that's on time and as ordered from over 82,000 restaurants. And if there's a problem, rare, you can reach someone in seconds. Thank you for calling Easy Cater. Some food just doesn't work at work, but Easy Cater just does. Order 24-7 at easycater.com. Unique, one-of-a-kind gifts for all occasions can be found at Appaloosa Trading Post, Rodeo Pond. You'll find a nice selection of metal art and wall decor items for your home or office. Western art and pictures, purses, Talavera pottery, lamps, boots, hats, crosses made from metal resin, and Montana silversmith items. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118-222462. It's the world's best Western store, Appaloosa Trading Post, Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House has been delivering savory barbecue and delicious sides. With their two locations in Hewitt and Waco, drive through window, remodeled indoor dining space, delivery options, and new hours, Uncle Dan's is sure to be a Central Texas favorite. Specials include one meat plate with two sides for only $7.09, with beef and rib plates only a dollar more on Mondays. Buy one, get one half off for Texas taters on Tuesday, and prime beef brisket on Fridays. Come eat at this family-owned business and feel like you're right at home. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. A nine-point first quarter lead melted away by halftime as number 18 Oklahoma upset number nine Baylor at the Ferrell Center 78-77. MCC pulled off the doubleheader win over Southwestern Christian. The Highlassies won 66-26 and the Highlanders 84-70. Texas A&M has gathered the top 2022 college football recruiting class. The Aggies finished off the class yesterday by getting a commitment from five-star defensive end Shamar Stewart. Today is realignment day for the UIL. Schools find out their classifications and district for the next two seasons, while football coaches are scrambling to schedule non-district games. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Seven nineteen. We're nineteen minutes after seven o'clock. Good morning, Tom Ward. Gear. Hey, now if you are out and about, and I certainly hope you're not, but if you are out and about, let's be careful out there this morning. All right, uh, it is um, it is realignment day for uh, for the UIL. We welcome into the program the head coach at Lake Belton, Coach Brian Cope. Coach, uh, it's not your traditional realignment day, but 
I suspect it's still an exciting day uh, for uh, for Lake Belton. Well, this will make two uh, non-traditional realignment days because uh, when we first opened the school, uh, I had realignment in February of 2020, and uh, I was the only head football coach opening the packet to find out the volleyball district uh, since we weren't in a, in a football district for two years. So I don't think anything's been traditional. Opening up a school in a pandemic, uh, it's just a non-traditional way right now. We're making it work. And so just just from where you sit, uh, do you have a preference where you go, what district you fall in, what region you fall in? Is, does, does something make more sense for you than, than others? You know, I think it all depends. Uh, there's a, a way we go to South Fort Worth. There's a way we go to South Dallas. There's a way that we have Georgetown and College Station. There's another way it's College Station and Magnolia. Um, so your guess is as good as mine. Um, I don't have a preference. Uh, we talk to our kids all the time about um, Alabama cares about Alabama, and, and you need to make sure that you're worried about yourself first and foremost. And if we're doing what we need to do to be successful, the rest of the pieces will fall in. Coach, is the most important thing for you, you know, not worrying about the district and where you lay, you can't do anything about that, but trying to figure out that non-district schedule and trying to figure out, you know, who is going to be the best fit for your team to get ready for district play? Yeah, I think that's what's been, um, you know, a, a little bit difficult um, just because you don't be having four different ways to go. You're not sure um, from a non-district schedule standpoint, but I feel pretty confident right now in what we have. Um, is set up for the most part. I mean, you got to wait till today to see how it all shakes out. Um, but I do think that we have some really good matchups um, that are going to test us early to, to be ready for district because um, ultimately this is our first opportunity to try to make the playoffs, and, and we feel like we're on the right track. Um, but it is fun, you know, trying to get scrimmages set up in, in games and, and see where you're going to fall. And, and if you know some people or if you don't and, and how you're going to all get together, I mean, Zoo was invented for a reason, and I think it's a great day today or tomorrow to be a part of it. Coach, I know you and I have talked in length about the, the process of building the program from scratch and where you're at. You know, you're just now next year going to have a senior class for the first time. Could you talk about let the people know the, like what went into that and building the program from scratch? And you have one loss in two seasons, and now you're going to jump up to five A. No doubt. You know, we started in 2020 uh, school year. Uh, with just freshmen and sophomores um, and, and trying to build it the right way. We had three teams uh, playing football for us in 2020. And in 2021, we, had, we added juniors um, and then had five football teams. Uh, and next year, we'll, uh, in 2022, we'll actually have six football teams playing. Um, we'll probably have about 330 to 340 kids in our program. Um, and so it's a lot of work to make sure that every kid is – of course, fitted properly with helmets and shoulder pads and all that, which is a lot of equipment, um, but also making sure that, that we have a practice structure and an organization um, that is successful. And I think that's a testament to our coaching staff um, who has done a phenomenal job of building relationships with our kids um, And because they didn't know. I mean, they didn't know them before two years ago. I mean, everybody was new, and they really have done an awesome job, and we're having an exciting offseason season under Coach Cole, our head strength coach, who's doing an awesome job. And I just think hard work pays off. I wish I could tell people when it pays off, but it, but it always does. Busy with Brian Cope, the uh, head coach at Lake Belton. I'm going to take you back to, to scheduling because I'm, I'm, it's interesting to me and I'm kind of intrigued by this. Not knowing whether you're going to be in an eight-team district, six-team district, or whatever the case may be, how, what is the process of, of trying to put – 
a a scrimmage schedule together, a non-district schedule together, a sub-varsity schedule together. What's the process when you really don't know what what the end result's going to be? Well, if you think about it, the last two years I haven't been in a district, or we haven't. So, I had, like last year we had to find 50 different games. Um, so I'm very familiar with a lot of head coaches across this area. Um, and so you're really just trying to match up. Um, man, if, if we're – because we'll be in 5A D1 – um, and who is a, a, a 6A that's just moving up? <laughs> who is a, uh, a 5A D2 that's been successful? Um, you know, some other 6As that you might know um, about. Because with us having five or six teams, you know, you want to be able to try to have those sub-varsity games also match up. And then figure out who doesn't have some other sub-varsity games and, and get on the phone with them and, and do some research on some things and, and be able to uh, – to build your schedule that way. And then, of course, post on the, the THSCA uh, game board along with um, tweeting it out from different people. One of the things that you, you look at when you're having the realignment, of course, football comes to mind because everybody is intrigued with football and, and, and that's the number one sport. But also for you as the your campus coordinator and being able to get everybody else trying to figure out how they're going to do their schedules. How scary is it when you look at a, you know, the unveiling of this day and you got to try to figure out, okay, what do we do on Tuesday nights and, 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 and Friday nights with where in Thursday nights with our JV basketball, baseball, those type of, uh Oh, we got to really find out a way how we're going to travel now. No doubt. You know, in six, a everybody, um, the same district goes for all where in five A's and below, you know, we're in a different, uh, we're in a different football district. We're in a different other sport district. Um, we're in a different swim district. Um, you know, right now being in four A, we're in, uh, we have our main district, our soccer district, our swim district. Um, so I have a spreadsheet on my computer that, that kind of has important information. Um, so I think the big thing is making sure that you're staying organized. Um, you know who your district chair is. You're making sure you're in communication with them um, because different districts have different, uh, for example, right now, cold weather policies um, that, that is different in the soccer district than, than in the in our baseball softball district and making sure that you're always organized and staying up to date. But it's a lot of fun. Uh, I really enjoy this day being a history person as well because um, it is – uh, it's fun to see the growth all throughout Texas, and it's fun to see how the districts have changed throughout the years as well. Coach, uh, we're about uh, 90 minutes. Enjoy the day, and uh, best of luck to you, and, and, and thanks so much for your time. Well, right now my internet's working, so hopefully that continues. <laughs> and, uh, and, and hopefully the UIL site, they've done a great job of trying to make sure it doesn't crash, and so uh, – I guess everybody's going to be hitting rest, uh, hitting refresh in about 90 minutes. You got it. Coach, thanks. Appreciate your time. Have no a great problem. day. Have a great day, guys. That is Brian Cope, the uh, head football coach over at uh, Lake Belton High School. And, again, uh, you know, one of the newer schools. And uh, I, I didn't even think about it uh, two years ago. They, they were opening a packet, but that packet was for volleyball only. So mm-hmm. uh, they've had to go around and, and, and kind of create a football schedule, if you will, and, you know, and, and – and find people to play and it's it's you know it's a bit of challenge but 
they've been very, very successful. Let's just say that. They are loaded. Um, I've had the pleasure of being able to watch them and cover them this past season, and uh, they have a lot of talent over there. And one of the unique things that they did scheduling-wise this past couple of seasons is they linked up with other new programs. So you had ah. Davenport – uh, down from the San Antonio area, they played those. They played Davenport twice. Uh, Katie Jordan's another new team. Mm-hmm. They played them as well. So it's going to be interesting. I, I'm ex- really excited to see what they can put together and uh, do in 5A. All right, so if you want to jump in at any point, we'd love to hear from you on our CNC Collision Center text line at 254-662-1660. We are brought to you in part by Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace and by Versalive Southwest, now hiring at 7601 Imperial Drive, and by Pro. Star Rental in both Belton and Robinson. Thanks to all those folks for being a part of the program. Coming up next, we are going to talk with Scott Stewart. He's the head football coach at Temple High School. That's coming up next right here on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on the John Moore Show. The great Tony Caridi, the voice of the Mountaineers. This doesn't translate well on radio, but I texted you a picture. What's your first thought when you see that man with me in that picture? I thought, it, I said, like, it looked like someone took Bob Huggins' head and put it onto a different person's body with a Baylor warm-up. That's, That's right. That's or, right. And I know all of Huggs' brothers, and I said, it looks like one of Huggs' brothers. And actually, this guy looks more like Huggs' brother than Huggs' brothers do. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Well, that is Henry Witt Jr. He runs Affiliated Auto Glass. It's on the circle here in Waco. And he is maybe not the spitting image of Bob Huggins, but but like he could be his brother. I mean, it could absolutely be his brother. The Voice of the Bears, John Morris, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Cold weather is here, and so is time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Call Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate at 254-301-7760 or check them out on the web at universalwindowscentraltexas.com. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. At UBO Business Services, we are brand agnostic. We support many different brands, but only the best products from each provider. Our analysts favor flexible systems that don't leave you locked into a one-brand technology solution. Being flexible allows your organization to stay nimble and take advantage of the latest emerging technologies. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. 
In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update, brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton, off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. A nine-point first quarter lead melted away by halftime as number 18 Oklahoma upset number nine Baylor at the Ferrell Center 78-77. MCC pulled off the doubleheader win over Southwestern Christian. The Highlassies won 66-26 and the Highlanders 84-70. Texas A&M has gathered the top 2022 college football recruiting class. The Aggies finished off the class yesterday by getting a commitment from five-star defensive end Shamar Stewart. Today is realignment day for the UIL. Schools find out their classifications and district for the next two seasons, while football coaches are scrambling to schedule non-district games. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back in. This is game time. It's a beautiful morning, by the way. <laughs> Holy moly. Tom Ward, Garrett, we're glad you're with us as we roll through this uh, Thursday morning. It is realignment day, and, boy, I, I guess virtually it's a realignment day. And, Ward, uh, we've had some fun talking to high school football coaches over the last, uh, uh, well, since we since we hit the air at 7 o'clock this morning. Yeah, and we got another one right now, head coach of the Temple Wildcats, Scott Stewart. Scott, uh, how are you this morning? Oh, good. A little chilly, but hey, man, it's, uh, <laughs> life's for the living, right? It's better than alternative. Coach, how different is this to that that you're you're not going to be at one of the locations, or in your case, maybe several of the locations for the unveiling of the district realignments? You're going to be able to do it Zoom and, and have those situations. I know that COVID over the past few years has taught us how to use Zoom and things, so maybe it's a little bit easier than if you just got hit in the face with it today because of the weather, but how different is this day for you? Well, I'll let you know at the end of the day, but, yeah, I mean, because I've always been uh, one to go to those things, and, and the reason was is because, you know, you, you get down there, uh, they stand there they stand there like FBI agents over this box, and then they literally <laughs> at 9, 9 o'clock straight up, they cut it open, which is a little bit, I get it. I mean, it's a little pomp and circumstance for me, but hey, it is what it is. Uh, but, uh, but you know, you you sit there, and so then you realize right in that moment, uh, and you're all in there together, what this looks like, and so it's a mad scramble. If you need, you know, if you needed, if you got three games and you or you need and you need four, uh, you got somebody. You know, you just kind of go fill in your schedule right there. And usually, what happens with us if we're if all the head coaches are at the same location, we go ahead and draw our schedule and figure out who plays in what order and where on the district schedule. So there's a there's a lot to be said about you know being in person. Uh, a lot of guys write what games they're needing up on the board if they're if they're having to still need games. And so I'm just a face to face guy. Uh, you know, I've, obviously we've learned how to use Zoom, and that's a uh, I mean that's a that's a useful tool if you have to do it, but. Uh, it'll be a little different. We'll wait around, and I think if I understand correctly, they're going to send out an email or some kind of notification straight up nine, and then we'll uh, we'll just have to set up our own zooms with whoever our potential district opponents are. Coach, uh, traditionally, you usually know, right? Like you're going to more than likely end up over there with the Colleen schools, but the with them, most of them dropping down to five A this year. Could you talk about the wrinkle that puts and the position it puts y'all in? 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, the wrinkle is I have no idea. Uh, you know, I've, of course, everybody's an expert in, in this area uh, right up until 9 o'clock today. So <laughs> uh, uh, there's two incontrovertible facts in this world is uh, the UIL has the power to do what they want to do, and they usually do exactly what they want to do. So, you know, they don't necessarily follow the experts. And uh, But, I mean, there's a, there's a couple scenarios where, you know, I think uh, us, Cove, and, and, and Heights are probably the – the lone wolf. So I've heard, and again, all of this is conjecture, all of this is speculation because no one has a clue uh, except for the people that are guarding the box. Uh, but I've heard that uh, Brian would most likely go with Conroe because they had some folks drop down over there, so that would make sense. So I, I, I've, I've predicted myself. I've listened to predictions before, and sometimes they're right, and sometimes they couldn't be more than wrong. So I, it don't matter to me. I mean, tell me who I'm playing. Turn me loose and let's go. Let's go to work. Let's figure it out. And, and that's that's what kind of my mindset. So how do you start planning, or do you? I mean, how do you put the non-district schedule together when you don't know how many teams are going to be in your league and who's going to be in your league and all of those all of those question marks? How do you how do you start that process? Well, when you like you said earlier, when you when you can predict and when the, the district kind of stays the same and, and you, know, you know the numbers going in. It's kind of easy to do non-district. In this situation, you know, what I try to do is get three or four games and then adjust from there. I mean, I hate canceling on people, but, um, you know, we've got we've got three locked in. We've got a fourth probable. Uh, and that way, if we come out with an 18 district, you don't have to worry about that that fourth game. If you come out with a 16 district, I'm going to be scrambling and, and <laughs> probably playing Westlake or, or, or some freaking Big 12 school again. <laughs> <laughs> When you try to do this, especially on the fly like it is to going to be today, how important is it for you to to try to find that non-district schedule that may mirror whatever district you're in so you can get some like opponents getting ready for district play? Or is that a priority? Hey, well, I mean, my priority is I want to play good people. And I know I made a joke about Westlake, but, I mean, I, I, I know the results aren't always what everybody wants. And I know when you lose a game in Temple, Texas – uh, not that we plan to lose, but I mean, like I want to play really good people. And so the probability of not being successful is going to be higher. And I know that, you know, that, that thought process in Temple, Texas just doesn't jive, but I'm going to tell you that I think that's some of the reason we've been successful in district, uh, whoever that's going to be is because like our kids just aren't overwhelmed. I mean, when you play the number three team in the country, they, and not to take away from anybody else, but it just kind of, it kind of shrinks your eyes when it comes to, oh, my God, this is a big district ball game. And our kids are like, you know what? <laughs> I mean, yes, it is. Every ball game's big. But, I mean, we're not sitting here chattering our teeth because we played the number three team in the country. You know, so uh, I try to get out there, and I like to play at different venues. I like the kids to experience this. I mean, I went to Troy by God, Texas, and I was, I'm very honored and proud to do so. I didn't get to play any college stadiums. I didn't get to play against, like, mega schools. I didn't get to play – you know, I, I it, it took me getting to college uh, to where I got to play at some pretty cool stadiums and stuff like that. So I like like getting out and about. I mean, we're going to open the season for the next two years at the uh, at the McKinney uh, THSEA Kickoff Classic because they apparently have a Super Bowl of the stadium up there. And I, I don't know. I just I want our kids to travel. I want our kids to get you know handle learn how to handle distractions early and learn how to play good people early. Uh, regardless of the district, you're going to be one of the front runners. You're going to be, you know, one of the top teams in there. You're 
roster is really solid. Can you talk a little bit about your team and the expectations coming into this season for Temple? Well, I mean, again, uh, the expectations in Temple are through the roof. But I'll tell you this, nobody has any higher expectations for us than we do. And so, you know, I don't. I thought we won't always be the most talented group, but I think we work really hard. I think we put a lot of pride in, in, in kind of – our attitude, our effort, uh, you know, building a different kind of animal. That's kind of our, our try to MO. Uh, you know, got a really solid, for the first time in my head coaching career, I, I may have the opportunity to have a returning starting quarterback. I mean, I have had six in a row that were one-year starters and seniors. And, and they, again, every one of them was either district MVP, first-team all-district, or offensive player of the year. So we've been very blessed. But one-year starters can, can wear on you. You know what I mean? Because it's just – you feel like you're starting over every year. Um, I have more than one returning starter on the O-line for the first time in my head coaching career. So we got four of those guys back. So, uh, you know, I, I feel real good about the core of our offense. Uh, you know, we got a, one of our receivers back. We're losing a big-time receiver. And we're losing one of the best football players I've ever coached in my life in Samari Howard. So, I mean, we've got some humongous shoes to fill on the offense side of the ball. But we've got the nucleus there for – probably the first time you know the guys we are losing losing uh were a big reason we were successful when we were i mean samari makes an average alignment good you know what i mean <laughs> so so uh you know we're just kind of filling the pieces on that side you know defense i mean you know we're losing our interior uh two defensive linemen we're losing one linebacker and we're losing both corners so i feel like the middle of the defense is there we just got again we got to find those critical pieces and, and i think we got i mean for the first time since I've been there, and, and people are telling me the first time since either early 90s, late 80s, uh, we had a district championship and on the varsity level, on the JV level, on the freshman level. So it's not like the coverage drive, even though we're losing some really good football players. Coach, being at this level, being in 6A, you get the opportunity to have spring football. And on this day, you kind of know where you're going to be in district. How much does that spring schedule help you get prepared when you're trying to fill those holes and also looking at some new opponents in the district area? Well, I mean, that, we, one of the things we do is one of our coaches is, is going to be responsible for a scout report on everybody in the district. And, and I want to know who they were. I want to know who they played. I'm no, I want to, I, you know, we're going to, especially if it's a new opponent that we really hadn't faced regularly, uh, you know, we're going to try to dissect them to the nth degree. And there's going to be a couple of days in spring ball where we emphasize kind of what that, that scout report suggests. Uh, you know, I learned that trick a long time ago is you play the you know, slot T and these, these teams that, that run the Army stuff and the Navy stuff. You know, we would spend a whole week in spring ball. I don't know. I don't foresee that happening. But, I mean, you know, you've got to – I don't want the first time our kids do anything to be the first time our kids do anything. I mean, we try to practice everything. Uh, you know, I'll get them on a the bus and take them to a restaurant before the spring game because I don't want the fall to be the first time they get on a bus. And, you know, you just – the my deal is trying to eliminate distractions. You try to eliminate distractions with the spring – you try to eliminate distractions in preseason or pre-district coming. Um, so, you know, we'll spend some time there. And then I don't I, – I, I'm just a simple, very simple person. I don't know how people trade off 18 for six. If you don't do spring ball, you get six extra days in the fall. If you do spring ball, you get 18 days in the spring. And I don't know. I mean, last I checked, 18 is greater than six, so we're going to do spring <laughs> ball. Hey, Coach, uh, appreciate your time today, as always. Uh, in in should be a fun day, and, and 9 o'clock will be here in just a second, and, and we'll all kind of get it all figured out, won't we? Well, I, yeah, exactly. I mean, everybody's, you know, what's the anticipation, what's the excitement? I mean, yeah, anticipation's there. I mean, 
I don't get overly razzed about anything except coaching football. So, I mean, just tell me who we're, where we're going. Tell me who we're playing, and let's just, <laughs> get, let's just get the dang thing nailed against the wall and get to work. <laughs> so you just want to know where the bus is parked, right? So you know where to go. I want to know, know which way to point the bus. <laughs> Coach, thanks. <laughs> Have a great day. Man, I appreciate everything you guys do. Y'all, y'all stay safe, stay warm. Guys. We'll do it. See you later. Uh, if you if you don't get a kick out of talking to him and listening to him, something's wrong with you. There is. I mean, he has. It's an. I mean, it's an infectious passion for teaching and coaching kids high school football. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, I mean, you can just see it and you can hear it, and it's fun. He's, he's one of those guys that makes you want to run through the walls. Yeah, I mean, he said we may have to play a Big Twelve school. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's crazy the the quarterback situation. I didn't realize he. Yeah, I knew this, they yeah, had a lot is, of you know one year seniors. Yeah, this is the first time since he's taken over as head coach, and the first time since he's been at Temple. He's in, even as a DC that they've had. A return, an opportunity for a returning starter at quarterback. They've wow. all been one-year seniors. That's wild. That is. That is. You know what? He, Temple could play Temple. How about that? <laughs> they could. They'd be a non, good non-district. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you could. All right, uh, 744. Coming up, we're going to talk some uh, Baylor women's basketball here in just a couple of minutes. Uh, but uh, right now, I want to tell you about our friends at uh, – uh, well, look, you could sell your home in five days, and the brokerage house guarantees that. They will sell your home in five days or less, or they're going to buy it for a price that you and they agree upon. It's that simple. Uh, the brokerage house is your connection to buyers uh, in Central Texas, but not only Central Texas, but also nationally and, and internationally. The brokerage house uh, has, you know, look, Aaron Ryan and, and his crew have a program put together that is going to make it work for you. And that's uh, if, if you're in the market to sell your home, then you need to trust Aaron Ryan and the guys at Brokerage House Realtors. The Brokerage House and Aaron have a proven system that is known to generate offers above, I like that, that sounds good, doesn't it? Above market value and multiple offers on that home. So uh, if you need more information, go to their website, 5 com. The number 5, 5 days to sold. Dot com or you can call them at 817-812-2978. Join us live from Rudy's in Waco for our next Baylor Coaches Show. Postponed until February 10th. Come and hear men's tennis coach Michael Woodson and acrobatics and tumbling coach Felicia Mulkey. Join us for the Baylor Coaches Show from 6 to 7 p.m. live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with your host, John Morris, right here on your home for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. This year's McLennan County Junior Livestock Show and Youth Fair is February 8th through the 11th at the Exaco Event Center with more than 500 local 4-H and FFA students exhibiting their livestock. Come join us and help raise funds for the scholarships and education programs. And on Friday night, Holt and their family of businesses proudly presents the Sale of Champions with the top placing animals and projects up for sale. It's the McLennan County Junior Livestock Show and Youth Fair, February 8th through the 11th at the Extra Co Event Center. For more information, like them on Facebook or call 254-722-2597. A lot of people, when they come in, they'll say, I'm usually much more active, but since I've been in pain, I've had to limit the activities I'm doing. You're listening to Janelle, an arch support specialist at the Good Feet Store. The next step is getting them in the right arch supports. After walking around with the arch supports, they'll feel much freer and lighter. Our goal is to have that long-term change for them to make sure that they're continuing to notice a difference in their life. Try them for yourself with a free fitting at the Good Feet Store. 
Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. In the market for a quality metal building, since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at pioneerboys.com sell your home in five days. The brokerage house guarantees they will sell your home in five days or less, or they will buy it for a price you agree upon prior to listing your home. They're your connection to buyers from not only around Central Texas, but also nationally. If you're going to sell your home, there's only one real estate agent you should trust, and that's Aaron Ryan at the Brokerage House Realtors. Aaron has a proven marketing system that is known to generate offers above market value and multiple offers. For more information, visit 5daystosow.com. That's 5days to so.com All right, 749, and we're 11 away from 8 o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Garrett, we're glad you're with us. And boy, somebody help me out on the CNC Collision Center text line. We're looking at the radar, and there's some blue, there's some pink, there's some purple. I- I'm thinking pink ward means snow right yeah that's all i'm seeing is snow pink so solid what, pink so what does blue and purple mean um, is blue rain blue is light rain and then green is heavy rain what is purple i guess winter mix i guess winter mix mm-hmm. yeah well when i look at the radar i wish you'd say on the radar this is what this means this is what you're you know what you're what you're seeing but it doesn't Anyway, all right, uh, 254-662-1660 is the SCNC Collision Center text line. Last night, Baylor women hosting Oklahoma. And again, it was a late start because OU had trouble getting here. They finally got here about 7-15, warmed up, played the game. And it, it, again, I, offensively, I know Queen Egbo just had one of those nights. There's going to be nights when shooters just don't shoot well. And, 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 and she had a tough night. She was 0-5 from the field. Uh, she made uh, a couple of free throws, and, and that was the offensive contribution as far as points are concerned. Uh, Sarah Andrews had a terrific night with 23 points. Nelissa Smith had another uh, double-digit night. She had 19 points, but she was 6 of 15 from the field, uh, but 7 of 9 from the free throw line. And, boy, you want to talk about as soon as she touched the ball, they were collapsing down on her. They weren't playing around. Uh, they It was double-team city on Melissa Smith uh, when uh, 
when when she would get the ball down on the block. But overall, the for me, you know, and again, I'm not a basketball coach. It's just watching it and listening uh, to Coach Haller on the uh, ESPN Plus telecast. I watched that a little bit last night. They Oklahoma was just beating Baylor back down the floor and getting transition buckets. Transition and, buckets were yeah. big for Oklahoma last night. No question. I mean, and then you look at their uh, their points in the paint, and um, they had 38 points of their 78 points were points in the paint. So they were able to get down and, 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 and get those baskets. After the game, uh, a incredibly disappointed Nikki Collin uh, visited with uh, – Derek and Sophia on the uh, Baylor Radio Network from Learfield, and heard right here on ESPN Central Texas, and and uh, this is uh, this is what she had to say about last night's game. Coach Nicky, it's one of those games, uh, a tight game between uh, two good teams, uh, ten ties, twelve lead changes. Ultimately, Oklahoma with the win. From your standpoint, what's kind of the biggest thing, or a couple of biggest areas that you'd like to see the team have improved on a little bit more to get the win tonight? Um. We missed a lot of defensive assignments again. Um, you know, I think that, uh, you know, we we um, we didn't move and cut with a purpose. Um, you know, we we the officiating was not good. You know, it, it was quite frankly the the worst officiated game we've had this season, and. Um, we let it affect us. They slapped and grabbed and and jumped over our back and and uh, you know they 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 got a lot of whistles that um, you know or or there were non calls. I mean that last play was a perfect example. The other end, that's Kelby Washington. She gets that call. Um, Jordan Lewis doesn't get the same call. You got to make that call. It's the, it's 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 under a minute. You you made it at one end. You got to make it at both ends. So um, you know just just feel like. You know, does does Jordan got to play and make that through contact? Does Queen got to make that free throw, you know, to, to give us the, you know, the lead there, a, a two-point lead and, and put the pressure on them? Yes, like we, we missed key free throws. You know, we Jordan and Jamie both missed wide open threes there that could have kind of sealed it when we were up two or up four. And we just, we didn't make plays late. We just didn't get the job done late. So just disappointed with how we finished, um, honestly. Didn't make plays late. And that's 100% accurate. I mean, uh, and, and again, I, they were up, what, four, I think, several times with a chance for a bucket to, to make it a two-possession game. And then you, I kind of felt like if you got it to a two-possession game, uh, then then you were going to be in pretty good shape. But it just, for whatever reason, Ward, it just didn't happen. And now this team has got to, as you talk about all the time, you got to flush it because they're playing Friday night against Texas and again Sunday afternoon against Texas. Friday night in Waco, Sunday afternoon in Austin. Yeah, they've got a huge quick turnaround and you know this is because of the scheduling that they happen to make up and so now they've got short days ahead of them and and turn back around and have Texas back to back is going to be a challenge for them, but you're right. I mean, this is one that you just got to, you know, it sometimes it's harder it's easier said than done. But you've got to. You you got to figure out a way to flush this and just say, okay, let's move on. What? Who's next? And, and just step up and and play play your game. Don't try to play out of your game. If, if you you know start trying trying to do too much in the game of basketball, it'll come back and bite you. Uh, and again, uh, the uh, post game comments of Nikki Collin, uh, courtesy of the uh, Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. And again, that was Derek and Sophia last night uh, with Coach Collin. It's uh, seven fifty five. Let's continue our Baylor conversation. Let's welcome in John Morris, the voice of the Bears, with today's Baylor Sports Beat program. 
This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the midweek Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor women's basketball back up to number nine in the nation, continuing a string of four games in nine days tonight. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. In Texas, there's pea-sized hail and baseball-sized hail. Guess which one hit our house? We didn't even know where to begin, but we called our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent, and he was so reassuring. He knew exactly what to do to get our house back into shape and our lives back to normal. Now, we're even more thankful for the roof over our heads. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to insure your home for Texas-sized weather. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Tune in to Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm tonight for Baylor Women's Basketball here on ESPN Central Texas. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Alan Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back on today's Baylor Sports Beat. You can make a strong case for Baylor women's basketball being the hottest team in the league right now. They have won five in a row to run their record to five and two in the Big 12 Conference, 15 and four overall, ranked number nine in the nation. Now Baylor on a string of playing four games in nine days that continues tonight against 18th-ranked Oklahoma in the Farrell Center and continues with two games against Texas Friday in Waco and Sunday in Austin. Here's Baylor women's coach Nikki Collin. I mean, there's a lot of good teams in this league, so I don't think this week is any different than last week. You know, we needed to win basketball games last week too, and so I think it, it comes down to you know, being motivated to, to beat OU because they got us the last time. And, you know, we have a chance to kind of even the series and, and uh, you know, continue to get better um, and show who we are. Um, and so, you know, I, I think Texas doesn't matter until we take care of OU. And then Kansas State doesn't matter until we play Texas. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of games and a fast and furious period. I don't think that anyone knew going into this season that that OU and Kansas State would be ranked in the top 25 um, or that even this game getting flipped around because of COVID, we were supposed to play TCU, you know, and they, they switched this game around. So, you know, it created this unique, um, you know, four games against ranked opponents in a row. Um, but I think, you know, when you play in the ACC and you play in the SEC, this is just what you do, you know, and I think it's just a, a testament to where the Big 12 is at this year. Nikki Collin and the Baylor women not only playing four games in nine days, but now three straight against top 25 opponents. That continues tonight against Oklahoma in the Farrell Center. On the air at 6.30, tip-off at 7, right here on ESPN Central Texas. Television tonight on Big 12 Now on ESPN+. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. 
Recently on the John Moore Show. Fran Priscilla, our guest, ESPN color analyst, best in the country at uh, doing that for college basketball, and we appreciate every opportunity he has to come through Waco. It's all cyclical. Everything in college basketball at the power conference level is cyclical, except that over the last eight or nine years, it's been clear that the Big 12 analytically is either one or two. John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, this is Tom Barfield with ESPN Central Texas, and I just love the guys over at Rooftop Innovations. Is your roof ready for the winter storm? It will be if you call the highly trained and knowledgeable team of professionals at Rooftop Innovations. If you're unsure about your roof, call Rooftop Innovations today, 254-730-ROOF. That's 254-730-7663. Oh, get this, they have a satisfaction guarantee on all their roofs. Rooftop Innovations, where they put your roof above everything else. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Our winter storm warning continues today with freezing rain, sleet, and pockets of light snow. High temperatures will struggle to hit 29 degrees. Any moisture or puddles around will freeze. And our winds today out of the north at 20 to 25, and that means our wind chills will be in the single digits. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. It's time now for today's Baylor Sports Beat, your daily dose of green and gold. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor women's basketball falls for the first time this year in the Farrell Center, plus our weekly visit with athletic director Mac Rhodes. It's all straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Alan Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. After my first car accident, I feared the biggest damage would be to my wallet. I expected a mountain of bills and a long, drawn-out process. But my Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent was there when I needed her and helped me get back on my feet and in my car in no time. Instead of a hassle, I got reassurance and a quick recovery. 
Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to find an agent who's there when you need them most. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Now, doing his part in preparing champions for life, here's the voice of the Bears. And welcome back. Baylor women's basketball, number nine in the nation, playing a string of four games in eight days, all against ranked opponents. And they dropped their first home game of the year last night in the Farrell Center, falling to number 18, Oklahoma, 78-77, the final score. Next up for the Baylor women, hosting number 13, Texas, Friday night in the Farrell Center. Basketball, the starting point in our weekly conversation with Athletic Director Mac Rhodes. Yeah, we, we do, and, and uh, we've got a little bit of weather, so, uh, so uh, start times could, could be fluid, but uh, obviously women's basketball, big game Friday night, UT coming to town, 7 p.m. Uh, stay tuned because of, because of weather, weather, and there certainly could be a change in terms of, terms of game time, but that's, uh, that's a big one for, for them, obviously, and then, uh, man, they have to turn right around and head, uh, head to Austin for, uh, for a game uh, Sunday at, at 3 p.m. against, uh, against UT, so uh, men's basketball, um, I'm going to miss them. They're, <laughs> they're, uh, they're on the road, you know, two games in a row at, uh, at KU on Saturday and then uh, next week at, uh, at Kansas State. And then finally we get to see them back home on, uh, on Saturday the 12th versus, versus UT. So um, both, both programs thought it was a really, really gutsy win against West Virginia for, for our men. You're missing, missing two starters. Um, for those that watched the game, uh, obviously we had some individuals that, that struggled and just really was able to, to fight through. And again, Coach Drew doing a great job of just making adjustments uh, according to, to who can play and who's in the who's in the lineup. And I think the good news is is we're getting some some uh, some younger players or some different players with some some minutes. And I think that that deepens your bench for for when it uh, when it counts down down the stretch. And then again, you know. Uh, Nikki doing a, a just a, a tremendous job, and you're starting to see that team really, really click. And uh, so excited for them, and uh, they'll need to be need to be focused uh, against uh, against a really good UT uh, UT team on uh, on Friday. Thanks, Mac. And that's our time for today. We'll have more tomorrow on our next Baylor Sports Beat. All right, six minutes after 8 o'clock. It's 8.06. Welcome back into the program. This is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. Game Time is brought to you in part by Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace, VersaLift Southwest, and by ProStar Rental. Tom, Ward, Garrett, we're glad you're with us on a uh, wintry Thursday, guys. It's uh, <laughs> looking a little sketchy out yeah, there. It, you know, it's it's a lot more sketchy than when we got it here. It sure is. That's <laughs> without question. <laughs> you know, we were driving in this morning going, ah, it's nothing. What? I mean, come on. People in Texas, yeah. you know, you look out there right now and it's. Um, just, just wait a minute. Yeah, just hang on. Uh, I've never seen a golf course completely white, but that golf course is uh, <laughs> it's completely white. So, yeah. anyway. All right. Uh, coming up, we are 54 minutes away from realignment, boys. 54 minutes away from all of the uh, Central Texas high schools, uh, in all high schools for that matter, figuring out where they're going, who they're playing, and all that kind of stuff. And it's not just football. This is everything. Uh, this is volleyball. This is cross country, as Coach uh, Cope was talking about. It's swim. It's it's everything. Uh, but for the most part, guys, your districts are pretty consistent. 
with the exception of football. That's where in in one A through five A, that's where it's it's you divide in your district based off of off size. In six A, you don't do that. You play, and then when you get to postseason, then that's when you determine big school, little school. But uh, in one A through five, so they go ahead and bust them up, which I'm not the biggest fan of, quite frankly. I don't like it either. I mean, this area is a prime example. If you had just 5A as is, mm-hmm. you know, instead of the divisions, then we wouldn't have a mess. You could you could essentially put all the Central Texas, the Colleen, the Waco, the University, the way it used to be. Um, I think it's, from a logistics standpoint, it's better to do the way 6A does. Um, but it's just a mess, man. I, I don't know. I hate the fact that you have to drive through a town to get to another town to play. Perfect example. Uh, down in Bell County, uh, in, in the 2A ranks, Holland and Bartlett, they're about 10 miles apart, mm-hmm. and they don't play in district competition. Right. Because of big school, because of, because of the, uh, the population uh, in the enrollment. Uh, and you're like, it's 10 miles apart. And I think they play maybe probably play in non-district. But uh, for Brad Talbert's team, why, why wouldn't you want to play Bartlett in district? It's right down the road, makes for a natural rival, doesn't it? But that's, not, time, how, yeah. that's not how they do it. Not I how under, they do it. I understand it if from the the six man ranks, you know, because you some teams you have five six kids, and then others you're playing fifteen or twenty. Fifteen or twenty, you know. So I understand doing it from there, but when you get to two A on up, I, I just I don't agree with that. I, I don't like it. I, I don't either. But that's the way it is, and that's why we have what ten or twelve state champions or whatever the yeah. case may be. But we will find out who's playing who. Uh, in about uh, 51 minutes, so there you go. Uh, let's talk a little bit about what we, were, we we had this conversation yesterday, and it was about you know uh, not only the transfer portal but name, image, and likeness, and and how that has has affected recruiting and how it might affect recruiting in in the future. And Nick Saban from Alabama talked about NIL in in his thoughts on it somebody should pick a school because of the institution uh, the relationships that they have uh, how they can develop personally academically and athletically and the kind of program um, that they have and the kind of institution that they want to go to so uh, I just hope that it doesn't get to where name image and likeness deals are created you know for high school players uh, to get them to go to a particular institution. And I'm not accusing anybody of that. I'm not saying anybody did that. That's not why I'm saying this. I'm just saying philosophically, I think it's great that players can earn the right to make money uh, through name, image, and likeness when they're on a college team. I just hope it doesn't get to that point uh, because then you open up you know, a, a, a whole new can of worms when it comes to recruiting. Aren't we past that? Yes. I mean, We've been past it. Yeah. I mean – and we've been past it a long time, by the way. Oh, yeah. Uh, and now it's just a a legal thing. Uh, but I get his point. I mean, I truly understand his point. I mean, are you, you – you would like to see a young person pick a place where they feel like they can fit in, where they feel like they can thrive. And I know people are going to think I'm crazy, but yes, in the classroom as well as on the, on the playing field. Because, look, not everybody's going pro. I mean, isn't oh, that no. isn't that been the theme of the NCAA for a long time? You know, you're going. Most of these student athletes are going pro in something else other than athletics. No, and, I, and, and, and I know you're going to get some bucks on the NIL thing, and I get that, and good for you. But you're also going to have to go out there and make a living. So wherever you go to school, it's got to make sense for you from both 
both your academic and 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 and, and I think socially as well. You gotta it's got to be a fit for you. I, I mean, you got to be comfortable. Ward and I have talked about this a million times. You know, a kid picks a school. And then he just flat is unhappy living in that community. It has nothing to do personally with that community or whatever, but it, that it's just not a fit. That kid should be able to transfer, and I get all that, but the ultimate decision of making that choice for a 17-year-old or an 18-year-old, that's a tough deal. It really is. I mean, you have a lot of outside influences as well. You Unfortunately. Have, you have friends that are, you know, and, not, and it's, it's, well, it's different now because – you know, like, say, per se, in the 80s or 90s, uh, even you know, early 2000s, it was you were with your team, you, you had rivals, you didn't speak with anybody. You know, now you have camps, um, you have phones, you have social media, everybody's connected. So mm-hmm. you're building these relationships with guys that would traditionally, you know, from our era, be rivals and stuff. So you have that pool as well. Um, but to me, you, I think Nick Saban nailed it there. you got to find a spot. If I'm a player and my ultimate goal coming out of high school is to make it to the league, I want to find a coaching staff who has a track record of developing guys, sending them there. But you make a great point with the educational standpoint. You got to find the right classroom fit for yourself as well. Yeah, you got to figure something out because you can't just assume that this, you know, hey, in three years I'm going to be in the NFL or whatever the case may be, or I'm going to be in the NBA. Ward, how did you pick Texas Tech? Uh, Got to the campus, fell in love with the coaches, fell in love with the campus, and it was just it, – it was the right fit. I, it, I knew that it was going to be right. They didn't send you like $1,000 in an Allsup's bag or something? No. Allsup's? <laughs> and a burrito. Great. Yeah, and a yeah. burrito. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's a convenience store chain that's basically West that's Texas. West Texas. Yeah, thing. it certainly is. I think they have all the way over to Hamilton, but yeah. Ooh. Best uh, burritos ever. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's great, but but you, you I, 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 nowadays, I mean, they've got departments within these schools that are putting together these these virtual videos that are they're, they're putting Garrett Ross in a in a Texas Tech uniform and he's scoring a touchdown. And I mean, there's all kinds of things that are out there right now. Yeah, they're, it's a whole lot different. It's a different world than it was back in the day. And look, Nick Saban's point to you know, this could get out of hand in a hurry, and, and your point that it already kind of has is what's going to be the factor in how they have to reevaluate this. Because now, not only are you having the campus and coaches and your recruiting staff recruiting players, now all of a sudden you have to worry about the alumnus or the high-profile Team backer, mm-hmm. whether it's a you know a lawyer or a car dealer or a convenience store or whatever, all of a sudden they get involved because they want to be a big part of the program, and this is how they can be a big part of the program. They may not can build a building, but they can throw a car or they can throw thousands of dollars at a kid to say, "Hey, come here," and and you have we've already seen guys admit. Hey, I'm looking for the best NIL deal, and that's where I'm going to go to school. Yeah, 20 years ago, that guy that you're talking about was considered a cheater. Uh, now yeah, he's absolutely. considered. A, now he's now considered, he's considered a an asset. Yeah, he's considered a booster. The deal. I, look, and I agree with you that you know I I wish first of all I wish the NCAA would have got out in front of it, but they did. They're a joke. Yeah, uh, I agree. Uh, the problem you're going to have now 
is if you start putting in some rules and regs for the transfer portal and for and for NIL, I, I think you're going to be staring at a bunch of lawsuits. The first time that a kid doesn't get to do something because of a brand new rule that you've implemented after the fact, boy, is there a lawsuit coming? Do you see? Do you see? Hey, hey, whoa, whoa! You're you're preventing me from achieving my full NIL capabilities. I I, I don't know if there's probably a loophole to that, and I'm sure you could get some lawsuits. My thing is. How do you, if you're a school and you're wanting to give X amount of money, all right, let's look, Quinn Ewers, prime example. You go to Ohio State, um, you get your money off your kombucha thing with your NIL deal. Uh, you get a Can truck. Can you say that at 8.15 in the morning? Yeah, let's do okay. that, kombucha. You get your truck, and then you leave within, what, three months? So how do you, if you're a, all right, or DJ Ugolale, whatever, the Clemson, you give him a lot of money, and then they don't have a great season. At what point do you say, I don't want to pay this anymore of the uncertainty? Like, there's Because you're handing out money, and then they're not there. Like To me, that makes some boosters apprehensive to want to do that. And, and, and you know, Ward, the, I think the ultimate goal with this thing was, hey, let's let kids have an opportunity to go sign some autographs at a car dealership uh, in February. Uh, you know, or, or or something to that effect. I don't know that anybody truly anticipated it being, what you know, where hey, look, I if think, you come here, it's fifty k for you. Well, I I don't know. I mean, yeah, I think that that was part of the deal that they wanted to give them the opportunity and have everybody have the opportunity to earn a little bit of money. But not everybody has the opportunity. No, they don't. And, and the the other thing is. They knew. I mean, they knew that if they didn't put limits on this or they would have put limits on it. They knew if they just let it be the wild, wild west, that mm-hmm. it would work itself out. Well, it's not going to work itself out. Now you're, you know, you have corporations that, that are paying, you know, just down the road. You know, the offensive line's getting paid. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. you know, and that's that's an entity in, that was going to get overlooked unless somebody stepped up and said, hey, we're going to pay the offensive line. Well, what was wrong with that football team last year? The offensive line. Right. So now a booster goes, okay, we'll fix this. We'll, we'll go out and get the best offensive line money can buy. All the CNC Collision Center text line. And I was thinking the exact same thing, by the way, from the 903. It said, I tell you what, the SMU fans must be scratching their heads. If only the Pony Express had been in 2023 and not, not 1983. And he's a 1,000% correct. percent correct. Absolutely. And when you mentioned the, the car dealership, my immediate thought was Big Reds in Oklahoma. Remember the, the when they had all those issues a few years back doing that? But it's still, to me, like if you want to – and I'm all for the kids getting paid. I'm 100% – for the kids getting paid, but if you don't have a uniformed like decision or platform guidance of how you're going to do this, we're in a situation where you're still paying the football team and the quarterbacks all this money. You don't see, a, you're not going to get NIL, NIL deals for tennis players and stuff. It's still messed up. Well, no, I agree, and you're right. In 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 your football locker room, there's and this is what I said from the very beginning. We all know that continuity and and chemistry are incredibly important to winning, incredibly important to winning. If you're in a locker room and you're that dude that's looking over at, your, at, your, at your, the locker mate next to you and that dude's getting a boatload of money and you're having a hard time buying a burger sometimes. Resentment. It, no doubt. I mean, because not everybody's going to get it. The stars are going to get it, but the, you know, this – 
the others probably not. I mean, I think it's a small percentage that are going to get NIL deals. It is, and I think we're seeing that. I mean, but you do have some schools who are coming out and you have certain boosters that are saying, well, well, this whole position group or this whole team will get a certain amount. And it's a tricky situation, but I think that goes back to Lane Kiffin's uh, quote yesterday. He called it a salary cap. And, and, he, and that's exactly what it is. And it probably – there probably needs to be one. It's college free agency. Absolutely. That's all it is. Well, you saw the, the receiver from Georgia go to, go to Alabama the other day. Oh, dude, you talk about the kid. Oh, did y'all see the kid from LSU that's on the little pedestal of Brian Kelly looking like something? I'll probably get in trouble for saying that on the air, but he looking sketchy behind him, and then he flips and goes to Alabama yesterday. I didn't mm-hmm. see that he went to Alabama, but wow. How yeah. about that? Uh, 8.20, 20 minutes after 8 o'clock. Bottom line is, I, I think you got to try to find some rules and regs, to, you know, but I don't know that you can at this point. Uh, they're going to have to because if they don't, if they don't figure it out, it's going to ruin college athletics. I'm not so sure it hasn't already, but anyway, that's another story. 20 minutes after 8 o'clock. It's 8.20. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward-Garrett, we're glad you're with us. Let's take a minute and talk about our friends over at Morrison's Gibbs. You know, the holidays, just well, they just ended, but you know what's around the corner, boys? Valentine's Day. That's right. Morrison's Gifts has the gifts you need to make this Valentine's the best ever. At Morrison's Gifts, you're going to find the best gifts, such as John Hart and Consuela bags, totes, and, and accessories. They've also got bath and body lotion, soaps and candles, and inspirational gifts, and many other gifts to say, hey, I love you. As always, uh, they got free gift wrapping, local delivery, and shipping anywhere. You need to send it to uh, you need to send it to wherever they can do it for you. Morrison's Gifts, they're next to Jason's Deli. They're at the corner of Waco Drive and Valley Mills Drive. It's a Baylor alumni-owned business. You're going to love shopping at Morrison's Gifts. They're going to take what I always feel like is a complicated process, and that's shopping, and they're, they're going to help you make it an easy process. They have done it for me several times, and I can't tell you how much I appreciate everybody at Morrison's Gifts. Morrison's Gifts, next to Jason's Deli. That's the corner of Waco Drive and Valley Mills Drive. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Michael Point. Our winter storm warning continues today with freezing rain, sleet, and pockets of light snow. High temperatures will struggle to hit 29 degrees. Any moisture or puddles around will freeze. And our winds today out of the north at 20 to 25, and that means our wind chills will be in the single digits. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5.36 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Nikki Collin and Baylor women's basketball all season long on ESPN Central Texas. It's the first of two between Baylor and Texas women's basketball this Friday in the Farrell Center. 6.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 7 p.m. tip-off. Friday. This season, join Derek Smith and Sophia Young Malcolm for Baylor Women's Basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas. At ASCO, we don't spend time getting ready, we are ready. That's what it means when we say we're on it. We're on it with dedicated service and support, rentals, sales, and delivery. We're on it with Case Construction Equipment, equipment that's powerful, efficient, and dependable. Case Equipment that can dominate a job site, endure the elements, and be up and running whenever you're ready to finish the job. At ASCO, we're on it, whatever it is. 
The Real Texas Gun Show, Saturday, February 6th and Sunday, February 7th at the Harker Heights Event Center off Edwards Drive. The Real Texas Gun Show, proud to be the place where small mom-and-pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms at the show. Variety at the show is extensive, and oftentimes if they don't have it, they don't make it. The Real Texas Gun Show. More than just guns, you'll find ammo, hunting gear, fishing gear, camping supplies, collectibles, and so much more. The Real Texas Gun Show, February 5th, 9 to 5, February 6th, from noon to 4 at the Harker Heights Event Center. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. This year's McLennan County Junior Livestock Show and Youth Fair is February 8th through the 11th at the Exaco Event Center. With more than 500 local 4-H and FFA students exhibiting their livestock, come join us and help raise funds for the scholarships and education programs. And on Friday night, Holt and their family of businesses proudly presents the Sale of Champions with the top placing animals and projects up for sale. It's the McLennan County Junior Livestock Show and Youth Fair, February 8th through the 11th at the Extra Co Event Center. For more information, like them on Facebook or call 254 722 2597. Eight twenty-five. welcome back into the program. Game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Okay, fellas, is that sleet or is that snow that uh, that's falling right now? I mean, it's I called like a wintry mix. It's a wintry mix. Okay, we got a wintry mix going on right now. Uh, Eight twenty-five. We welcome into the program the head football coach and campus coordinator at Waco Highland and Hill. Lyndon, good morning. How are you? Good morning, sir. I'm good. You, you got a log on the fire this morning? Hey, no. You know we're uh, we're up at me and a couple of the coordinators uh, uh, drove up to the field house. So we're all hunkered down. Uh, up here getting ready for realignment looking at a snow snow covered field <laughs> yeah the the Paul Tyson's probably covered with the what the white stuff isn't it, it, uh, is. <laughs> yeah, it is. hey Linda this it is a realignment day a, a very different because of the weather realignment day for you guys uh, so how do you approach today well I mean uh you know we're gonna we're gonna sit down in this room and have our phones ready and have the screens loaded and have the uh uh, have the UI website pulled up, and and so there's a little bit different approach uh, on that level. But um, otherwise, you know, there's believe it or not, there's been been coaches trying to do their best to to make sure that their their games or lack thereof are all put out on Google Sheets. So uh, 2022 realignment is a little more technologically savvy uh, maybe than it had been before. But I guess uh, we've gotten to that point with COVID and everything else. So uh, but outside of that, I mean, we're excited, uh, obviously, uh, at our campus uh, because of what realignment's done to us and, and to moving into 5A. But at, at that point, uh, we just we're just ready to see who we're going to play. 
who we match up with. Coach, what's your biggest challenge being virtual this time around? Uh, I mean, I think the the biggest thing is usually you've talked to coaches, you're in the same room. Uh, you know, Waco's uh, you know kind of obviously centrally located between Austin and and uh, Dallas Fort Worth. So you spread your coaches out, and they can walk across the room and grab a coach if one of your games falls through or you get dropped in the district with somebody uh, and you need to go find a game here. Uh, you know, you're going to have to do a lot of calling. And so that's, that's obviously a little slower. Uh, you know, if somebody's on the phone, they're not going to be able to pick it up and um, you're not going to be able to interact with them quite as quickly or quite as fast. Uh, so I think we've all built out, you know, backup games or tentative games or uh, things of that nature, just in case something drops. Talking with Waco High Head Coach Lyndon Hill. Coach, you touched on it briefly there about the drop down to 5A. Can you just kind of go into depth of what that's going to do for y'all? And do you have a preference on if going north or going south? Uh, you know, the north-south thing, I, I don't think it really uh, it really matters in, in a lot of ways. Uh, we're going we're gonna to have to line up across from somebody and, and play football. Uh, so we're not too concerned about that. Uh, the only concern there is, uh, we've got games in both locations, north and south, is if it cancels one of those out because they get one of those opponents, non-district opponents, gets dropped in uh, to our district. But dropping to 5A is just good. You know, uh, we were the second small school in 6A, and really by enrollment we were the smallest. Uh, south Garland uh, was up in 6A and was lower than us, but they had opted up to keep all their district together. So really by by true numbers we were we were the smallest. So – I think it just gives us a much better opportunity uh, to get our get our, our footing uh, as we try to push this thing uh, down the tracks in the right direction, and, and we feel very much we are. Uh, but this is this will definitely help in that. That'll be a nice cog in the wheel, that's for sure. Not knowing what district, not knowing what region, uh, and not knowing what direction. Do you do you over schedule non district right now and? Because you don't know how many teams are going to be in your league, and uh, for another thirty minutes, I mean, do you do you go? Up, was the process to kind of overschedule your non-district? Yeah, so we, I mean, you schedule you schedule or talk to people four weeks out. So uh, you know, ten really, you shouldn't need a week four if you're in an eighteen district. Uh, but uh, you've got to have some. Hey, if this happens, uh, you know, backups, if you will, and so. Uh, we also have contingency plans with a couple of schools on weeks one through three if this falls apart. But you kind of alluded to it earlier that there are some difficulties uh, now that you're, you know, <clears throat> isolated at your campus and on the phone in that if, if somebody gets to one of those people first or they've made multiple backups and they go with uh, the other guy, now you're chasing your tail trying to build those things in. So, uh, you, you do the best you can. There is no perfect way to do it. Uh, but uh, if you don't plan, you're, you're in big trouble. So we've planned it out as good as we think we can, and, and we'll have all our phones ready and, and enough hands on deck over here that we'll be able to attack it pretty aggressively uh, regardless of what happens. Coach, one of the, the biggest things we were discussing internally is uh, when you go down to 5A, you, that's when you split it up. You got D1, you got D2 ahead of the playoffs, and – could you talk about navigating that? Is that something you like, or would you prefer it to be, you know, like 6A does where you break that up in the playoff time? Yeah, well, you know, I, I think it's a little more equitable in, in, in regards to size. 
you know, 6A has the, the, the biggest discrepancy there in numbers. Uh, and, and so, you know, you got a school, you know, 6,500 playing a school of 2,000. You fit three of their schools, your schools inside of theirs. That's a little bit difficult uh, when, you're, when you're trying to compete. So 6A, I believe, has a bigger problem with that, to be completely honest. Uh, 5A, the numbers are a little bit uh, closer. But then again, you don't, wanna, you don't want a school that has 1,200 kids and just barely made it across the 5A threshold, you know, in with a school that's, you know, you know just barely under 202100 uh, because that's a huge gap too. You're talking about almost double uh, the enrollment there as well. So, you know, I I think it's I think it's better to try to try to get those numbers. I know travel is a little worse, but heck, we're in Waco, so we're going to travel anyways. So that part doesn't affect us at all. So I'm I'm not worried about that. But as a former DFW guy, uh, you know, I know those guys complain complain about travel, but I'm I'm not going to give them uh, too much slack on that. They're going to have to. They're going to have to travel now, now that I've been down in Waco. It doesn't really matter. Hey, Lennon, we appreciate your time. Uh, it's coming up in about 28 minutes. should be a lot of fun uh, and, and look forward to seeing how things work out for you as far as where you're going and what your non-district schedule looks like and all that good stuff. So, hey, I appreciate your time. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Talk to you soon. That is Lennon Help, the uh, head coach and campus coordinator over at Waco High. It's uh, 832. We're, another school award that's uh, – that it, it, that is incredibly interested in in how this thing unfolds is the Midway Panthers. Shane Anderson and his crew over at Midway. Do they go north? Do they go back south where they where they were for years and years and years? Uh, who knows? We're going to find out in about twenty eight minutes, and we're going to talk to Shane Anderson. We'll do it next here on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley, weekdays at four p.m on ESPN Central Texas. I'm not saying he hasn't been critical of coaches at times, but for him to be that overt, you know, saying it's a pet peeve, it seems to be almost a direct reaction to what Mike McCarthy was saying the other day, like, hey, we're going to work on this in the offseason. Oh, this is going to be something we get, get done. Well, he didn't like hearing that. Jerry didn't, and he was pretty direct with it. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Helmet Aerospace in Waco has been employing people in the Waco area for nearly 50 years. Now is the time to join their team. With current openings in packaging, shipping, production, engineering, machining, quality, supply chain, and sales. Offering excellent starting pay, benefits from the day you start, and advanced opportunities. Apply now at Halmet.com slash Waco Careers. Halmet Aerospace on Imperial Drive in Waco. Apply today. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid 
with your house's lid. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas, football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Ruth Toft Innovations in Central Texas. Call 254-730-ROOF at 730-7663. Putting your roof above everything else. A nine-point first quarter lead melted away by halftime as number 18 Oklahoma upset number nine Baylor at the Ferrell Center 78-77. That drops the Bears' conference record to five and three. MCC pulled off the doubleheader win over Southwestern Christian. The Highlassies won 66-26 and the Highlanders 84-70. Next action for both teams is on Saturday at Hill. Today is realignment day for the UIL. Schools find out their classifications in district for the next two seasons, while football coaches are scrambling to schedule non-district games. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's 836. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Garrett, we're glad you're with us. It is realignment day, and we welcome into the program the head football coach of the Midway Panthers, Shane Anderson. Coach, it's a very different realignment day, isn't it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Just sitting here with a cup of coffee and anxiously awaiting 9 o'clock. What is the uh, – what are you looking for uh, in the announcement today at 9 o'clock? What, what would be – the 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 perfect scenario for for your program well i think you guys know uh, and i think everybody in central texas knows you know the last two years midway's been in the district of doom with uh duncanville cedar hill and, and DeSoto, along with the mansfields and it's been a very very tough league and a very very tough run for the midway panthers and so you know we're hopeful that uh that uil will, will send us back south where we were for so long and where midway was for so long and you know, and just, you know, get that bad taste out of our mouth and kind of get a fresh start and try to get this thing back on track. Coach, is it the fact that you can have that familiarity, but also the travel aspect of it? How much does that help your program as well? Well, I think the two biggest things are just the enrollment. You know, those schools that are south of us, you know, have very similar enrollments uh, to us. You know, Midway's a big school. It's a 6A school for Central Texas, for the Waco area. It's big. Uh, but, you know, when you start going up there to the Metroplex and we have 24, 2,500 kids in school and, and then so most of those schools up there are over 4,000, 3,500, 4,500. And, and, you know, that's there's a big difference there. And so, you know, I think that's first and foremost. And then obviously the travel, uh, you know, my athletic director, Brad Shelton and I, we've we've been spending a lot of time looking at all the travel stuff. And I think our, uh, um, you know, average travel you know time distance you know the last couple of years has been you know somewhere over an hour and a half on all that stuff and and not only is it tough on us and and uh going up there it's tough on those guys from the metroplex coming down and then obviously the you know i-35 is not a lot of fun to, to go to from the metroplex to waco on 
visiting with Shane Anderson, the uh, head football coach of the Midway Panthers. Uh, and, and coach, how do you how do you approach your non district schedule? Right now, you don't know how many teams are going to be in your district. You don't know if you're going north or south. How do you approach putting that that non district schedule together, or do you have to wait? Well, no, we uh, you know we're pretty set right now. I feel real good about it. Uh, you know, I think. Uh, you know, most normal situations will be in an eight-team district, which will give us three non-district games. Uh, so I have those first three non-district games set. There is a chance we could be in a seven-team league, and which would force us to have four non-district games. And so I have a short list of guys that uh, that, that we're going to reach out to here at nine o'clock to try to set that fourth game. Um, you know, but you also have, they have to be in a seven-team district. Also, you can't just sit that fourth game and. Uh, with somebody and then they end up in an eight and you end up in a seven or vice versa. Now it's not a game anymore. And so, you know, there's, there's a puzzle there, but, uh, you know, like I said, I think there's a few other districts that potentially could be in a seven team league as, as well as us. Coach, what's the most important part about the non-district schedule for you to get ready for your district schedule, wherever it may be? Is it the familiarity of having some like opponents in your district or playing up uh, on a schedule trying to find out your weaknesses going into district? Well, you know, I think uh, you you want to play good non-district teams to, to prepare you for district and test you. You want to play some, you know, different schemes, uh, you know, and then obviously I'm big on playing uh, coaching staffs and programs that you know what you're going to get. Uh, for us here at Midway, we're always going to carry five football teams, two freshmen, two JV, and a varsity. And so when I'm scheduling those non-district games, I really want to schedule – uh, bigger programs that, you know, have really, really good programs that ha- are going to carry five teams. I don't want to have to, you know, cancel a, a JV or freshman game because they only have one team. I want our kids to have an opportunity to play all 10 football games. And so, you know, that's kind of what goes into it more than anything. And, uh, you know, like I said, you you want to play guys that you trust, you know, coaching staffs that you trust. And if games get out of hand or something goes one way or the other, you know, you're going to take care of each other and take care of each other's kids. Hey, Shane, we appreciate it. I uh, know it's a busy day. know it's uh, an exciting day. We thank you for your time and, and look forward to uh, to seeing how this thing all unfolds here uh, on uh, on Realignment Day. Appreciate your time today. Hey, right, thank you, guys, and uh, y'all stay safe out there. Talk to you soon. Shane Anderson, the uh, head football coach uh, over at Midway High School. It's 841. We're 19 away from 8. We continue talking realignment. We do it next here on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Game Time. From Blog of the Boys in ESPN San Antonio, R.J. Achua. It's difficult to say anything other than that stems from Mike McCarthy. You know, Mike McCarthy even said they were up against more than just the 11 guys out there on the other side of the field. And so I put, you know, the lion's share of blame on him. But I also, I mean, obviously it goes on the players. And I think a lot of Cowboys fans don't want to come to terms with this. It's their fault. They're not good enough. They were not good enough. Game time. Weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Shipments of unique, one-of-a-kind rustic furniture for your home or office and Western Home Decor arrives daily at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. Check out their living room, dining room, and bedroom sets, buffets, hall trees, sofas, end tables, and sectionals from Steve Silver. This heavy-duty furniture is built to last, and it's priced to move. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118 to 22462. It's the world's best Western store, Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco, and on Facebook. 
Uncle Dan's Barbecue and Rib House is one of Waco's longest, continuous, family-owned barbecue restaurants. Since 1978, Uncle Dan's has been offering delicious ribs made from scratch sides, the famous Texas tater, and prime beef brisket. Convenient drive through windows and sit-down dining allow customers to be served in whichever way they desire. Uncle Dan's is proud to serve Central Texas Monday through Saturday with locations in Waco and Hewitt. Come visit the loyal staff at Uncle Dan's today and experience their rich history and family recipes. Hey, this is Tom Barfield with the ESPN Central Texas Morning Show, and I'm here to tell you that Hurley Benefits has played a big role in helping me and my family with all of our health, dental, and vision insurance needs. Don't have health insurance? I highly recommend you call the experienced and knowledgeable team at Hurley Benefits. They specialize in affordable life insurance, health insurance, dental and vision insurance, Medicare supplements, and much, much more. Check them out at HurleyBenefits.com. That's H-U-R-L-E-Y Benefits.com. Being a a carrier and walking 20,000 steps, which equals up to about 10 miles a day, it's tough. I really didn't have feet problems, I had back problems. I had had as many epidurals that I could possibly have in one year. That was scary. Well, I'd been delivering letters to the Good Feet store for over six years, and the expert there finally convinced me to try their art supports. For over 20 years, we've been helping people like Keith actually live the life they love without their feet getting in the way. The people at the Good Feet store really educated me about what the arch supports could actually do. And lo and behold, I have no more back problems. The future I can see now, I couldn't see it before. Where I would be without them, I have no clue. I'm Keith, and that's my Good Feet story. See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Good Feet store. Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Rooftop Innovations in Central Texas. Call 254-730-ROOF at 730-7663. Putting your roof above everything else. A nine-point first quarter lead melted away by halftime as number 18 Oklahoma upset number nine Baylor at the Ferrell Center 78-77. That drops the Bears' conference record to five and three. MCC pulled off the doubleheader win over Southwestern Christian. The Highlassies won 66-26 and the Highlanders 84-70. Next action for both teams is on Saturday at Hill. Today is realignment day for the UIL. Schools find out their classifications in district for the next two seasons, while football coaches are scrambling to schedule non-district games. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. All right, it's 845. We're 15 away from 9. This is ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Garrett, we're glad you're with us. It is realignment day. It's a little different. We welcome into the program Dr. Jerry Mays from the Region 12 Service Center. Dr. Mays, first of all, good morning. And, and, and normally you're hosting... 200 coaches and administrators today, but Mother Nature says we can't do that. <laughs> yes, uh, we sort of got this one handed to us in a different package today, Tom. Thank you for having me on. Uh, yes, it's an exciting day, but in a, uh, carried out in a different way. Uh, normally, there would be the uh, the entire group of us there at the Education Service Center, Region 12. They're on Bagby, and, uh, you know, it's uh, it's an interesting day. We normally follow kind of the uh, 
the price waterhouse security method where we get the package and it goes in a vault and we go through a lot of process with the coaches and everyone. It's a lot of fun. Today, uh, that's going to be done a little differently. What what are the challenges of doing this virtually? Well, it can be done, and it is being done, and it's effective. Uh, we you know, we just do not get to have the uh, the celebration around the uh, around the event. What will happen is about this time, actually, about eight forty five this morning, the UIL is sending out to the education service centers the electronic packet. And what will happen in Region 12, and we, of course, we let all the superintendents and coaches know this yesterday, uh, at 9 o'clock, we're authorized to release that information at 9 o'clock straight up. And when that gets there, we'll be sending out a PDF of their information to each of them, and uh, they'll take it from there in terms of uh, contacting the people they need to to schedule games and that sort of thing. When you have this type of thing kind of spin on you, how difficult was it to you to put this together to where you can get the information out to the coaches and, and be able to be their liaison to help them with non-district schedules and the same type of thing that you're able to do in person? We would rather have them in person, but I feel like it's been effective. I called several superintendents yesterday. My staff and I spent a considerable amount of time talking through the pros and cons of various channels and what superintendents advised us and what we ultimately ended up going with was just to let, the, uh, let each of the schools know to go ahead and set up, uh, for example, I think what most of them will do this morning is set up Zoom meetings with the other coaches that they need to talk to about game scheduling and that sort of thing. And, of course, the coaches, <laughs> pretty much more than we all know, have they, they all have each other's cell phone numbers and that sort of thing, so they're able to, we're able to do a lot of planning on their own. But uh, So that, that's different. Uh, normally what would happen, Region 12 is a large enough facility. We would go into the main room go through the ceremony of opening the box everybody would get their get their information and then we have enough break meeting rooms in the building they could all break out into the groups they needed to this morning the coaches will be handling that on their own at the uh, back at the district level talking with uh, dr jerry mays from the region 12 service center dr mays was there any consideration from the uil to postpone and maybe do it next week when the weather wasn't as as in as it is right now didn't hear that tom the uh a lot of talk and a lot of speculation, not speculation, but a lot of planning has been done regarding this over the last few days, as you can only imagine. But uh, the the challenge is that parts of Texas, of course, the part uh, I'm sitting here looking out on ice this morning, and I know you are too, but a fairly large portion of the state of Texas did not have this event or did not have it in a, this weather event in the way that would have prohibited them from having their normal meeting so it was it was difficult to decide exactly what to do but i'm confident that we came up with a solution that with the superintendents and the ad's and coaches having the 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 amount of lead time they did to work on the problem i truly believe everybody uh will get their needs met today dr mays again we appreciate it we 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 were excited about being over at your facility uh, an unbelievable facility by the way we were looking forward to being there and, and being a part of it but uh, hey look mother nature had had a different plan for us and so we'll go a different route and and uh you know what uh, everybody's going to get their their package and everybody's going to get their non-district put together and and we're going to move forward and it's going to be okay isn't it I'm guessing we'll continue to have football in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Mays, thanks. Appreciate it. Have, okay. a, have a great day, and, and look forward to, uh, to, to visiting with you again soon. You too. Thank you, fellas. Y'all have a great one anytime. You do the same. Dr. Jerry Mays, he is the uh, director of the Region 12 Service Center, and, 
at Ward. He was going to be our host, and we, mm-hmm. you know, looking forward to it. But uh, uh, now again, uh, so much of this is going to be done virtually. But uh, as as he mentioned, there will be an email packet to the coaches and administrators. And then they'll be able to go to work and, and put those non-district schedules together. So uh, there you go. Should be a lot of fun. All right. It is 8.51. We're nine away from 9 o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. And, uh, again, the packets are going to go out at 9 o'clock. We, I think, I think we've all voted that we're going to kind of just stay on and, and, and maybe cover those those districts as soon as we get the information. I think we're in the email chain as well, so we'll get that information. We'll get it on the air and get it to you just as soon as possible. So uh, it's going to be an extended program here this morning. Plus, we can't drive our cars anywhere. Uh, it's 851. This is not away from 9. Uh, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas, and we are brought to you in part by Good Feet. Versa Lift Southwest and by Pro Star Rental here on ESPN Central Texas. Scott Drew and the Bears all season long on ESPN Central Texas. It's Baylor in Kansas this Saturday from Allen Fieldhouse in Lawrence. 2.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 3 p.m. tip-off Saturday. Bears, Jayhawks, this Saturday from Lawrence. Follow the defending Big 12 and national champion Bears the entire season with Pat and John. Right here on ESPN Central Texas. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Cold weather is here and so is time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unisil windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. They offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Call Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate at 254-301-7760 or check them out on the web at UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. And don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows, they've got that brand new home effect, Universal Windows Direct. Have you been to Sam's Bar in Union Hall in downtown Waco yet? Serving originally inspired Texas-style craft drinks, offering wine, beer, vodka, and fruit juice drinks. Be sure to try one of Sam's signature cocktails like the Hatchback, a Dallas Daisy, and even some Summer Lovin'. Happy hours every Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 with $2 off draft beer and cocktails, plus free chips and hot sauce. Sam's Bar Waco in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue. And check them out online at samsbarwaco.com. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. 
Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. When you bought your home, it was a big and emotional investment. The last thing you want to discover is termites or any wood-destroying insect causing damage. At 855-BUGS, we understand the value of a safe home, and we want to protect you and your loved ones from all the pests that live in hidden places. Let us ensure your home is protected with a full inspection, preventative treatment, and a comprehensive ongoing treatment plan to stay ahead of termites and all pests. Visit 855-BUGS.com to learn more about our promise to protect your home and family. This year's McLennan County Junior Livestock Show and Youth Fair is February 8th through the 11th at the Extra Co Event Center with more than 500 local 4-H and FFA students exhibiting their livestock. Come join us and help raise funds for the scholarships and education programs. And on Friday night, Holton and their family of businesses proudly presents the Sale of Champions with the top placing animals and projects up for sale. It's the McLennan County Junior Livestock Show and Youth Fair, February 8th through the 11th at the Extra Co Event Center. For more information, like them on Facebook or call 254-722-2590. Eight fifty-five. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We're five minutes away from the uh, realignment announcement, and uh, we are brought to you in part by our our title sponsor, Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Your friend of the car business. Where this month it's all about champions. You know the uh, the local team won the uh, Big Twelve and won the Sugar Bowl, and and uh, man, uh, you can uh, you can. You could jump in and be a part of all of that fun stuff. Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, starting the uh, Something New Sales event. And you can you can shop for power, performance, and reliability. And uh, you can do that at Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, where you can check out the 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star Edition. You can also check out the uh, the uh, the uh, the uh, uh, great variety of Jeeps, including the 2022 Grand Cherokee and Man, they're all at Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. And, uh, you know, I, I'm not sure if they're open today. Uh, they might be. I don't know. But I know this. They, you can check them out online at alansamuelsdcj.com. That's alansamuelsdcj.com. Alan Samuels, your friend in the car business. All right. Uh, we're three minutes away from nine. And I, I, I want a prediction. Let's start. We're going to start with Ward. Ward, we're going to do Midway. Waco High and University, because those are three of the uh, that you know we're kind of intrigued on direction and and, and Temple. Those four, what, Midway. They go north. Or they go south. South. Waco High. Do they go north or they go south? North. University. Do they go north or do they go south? North. Temple. Do they go north or do they go south? South. Garrett. Ooh, I think Midway's going to go. I think Midway will go south. Um, I think you're going to put Waco High probably north, University north, and Temple will go south. All right. Hang on. <laughs> little pop-up ad. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I'm going Midway south. I'm going Waco High south. I'm going University north. And I'm going Temple south. Okay. So – We'll see. Just a little different, just a little different twist, a little different feel. So, uh, guys, did you see where Jim Harbaugh interviewed with the Minnesota Vikings and told Michigan he's coming back and said, "That's it, that's it." I mean, that's that's that's. I'm not exploring this this option anymore. Anybody buying that? If the right job comes up, no, I'm not buying it. <laughs> Me neither. 
I'm not buying it either. I, I think he really wants to get back in the league. I personally feel like he's waiting for Matt Nagy to kind of get the boot and slide into that job in Chicago. Um, but, yeah, I, it, the weirdest thing for me about yesterday was you're out at an interview for an NFL job on National Signing Day. That's kind of sketchy. Yeah, why wouldn't you take a look at that and go, you know, I know even if our class is totally full, we're not doing anything, it still had a bad look yeah, and a bad look, feel. it didn't look it? good. So why wouldn't he say, you know what, can we do it on Thursday or can we do it on Tuesday? Why did it have to be on Wednesday? It just didn't make a make a whole lot of sense to me. All right, uh, we're going to get to uh, the uh, Sports Center, and then we're coming right back. So hang in there. We're coming right back in just a couple of minutes here on uh, ESPN Central Texas. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI. the team's draft pick. Ross called the allegations in the class action lawsuit false and malicious, promised to defend his personal integrity and that of the organization. The Vikings expected to hire Rams offensive coordinator Kevin O'Connell as their next head coach. Jim Harbaugh, who interviewed yesterday for the Minnesota vacancy, has told Michigan he'll return as Wolverines coach for the 2022 season. Michigan reportedly elated to get Harbaugh's decision. Harbaugh told A.D. Warren Manuel this won't be a reoccurring issue and he'll stay with the Wolverines as long as the school wants him. From the ESPN studios at Pier 17 in the Seaport District of New York City, this is Greeny with Mike Greenberg on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on ESPN Plus. Yes, it is. Back and better than ever. Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance with a lot to catch up on. Today, we've got QB swag. We've got Flores fallout. We have the biggest problem in all of sports, and who you got is on the menu as well. Jam-packed on a Thursday. Let's go. Here we go. Only one place to start. Oh, and the place that we start today is with my man Bartholomew. Bart Scott, before he does a radio show, meaning his, Bart and Han, he does a radio show, meaning mine. He's here in studio with the Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. We just had two hours worth of fun on Get Up, and that's really what worked. We were talking in a break. Yeah. That's what worked today. All the serious stories, it feels like we've had time to digest them, and I think people are ready um, for a laugh, and we had a couple of good laughs today, and my favorite by far. Yeah was this little passive-aggressive back-and-forth that is going on between Tom yeah. Brady and now Bill Belichick jumping into the fray. I love it. I mean, Atlanta housewives eat your heart out. I mean, you, <laughs> the, the pettiness going back and forth. I mean, the only one who's qualified to referee this is Andy Cohen. I mean, listen, this is like the beginning of, like, 
the 30 for 30. Like, and we're getting to get the pieces up saying that we were living it in real time. You know, you talk about the level of passive aggressiveness. You talk about the statements when you dig deeper into it, talking about Tom. You know, I you basically, basically Bill, to sum it up, Bill said, I found you and I made you. Right. And Tom is saying, I, who are you? You know, I don't know who you are, man. It, it's, go, it's going back and forth. The fact that, you know, Bill Belichick didn't respond to him for 34 hours because he was traveling. Traveling. Like, like what the hell? Right. Like, he was on a soul plane or he was or he was star tracking and going where no man is going before. Because I never <laughs> know that somebody can be you know, on a flight for 34 hours. I don't know what part of the country that is. Maybe he was on, on one of those Tesla flight um, flights to Mars or something. But it, this is crazy, man. I love it. I'm here for all of Me them. Me too. So, so, again, I will point out, as I have many times, that I defer to the expertise of people like Bart and Damian Woody this morning on our show and all the other players when it comes to football, when it comes to being there, being in the action. I, I understand. That's not my area. Passive-aggressive behavior? No one knows more about this yeah. than I do, okay? I was born to comment on this story. And I want to give credit to our buddy Ray Necci, Patriot Ray, who, who pointed out to me all of the passive aggressiveness in Belichick's statement. So by now, the setup of this, you know. Brady put out eight pages on Instagram on Tuesday and did not mention the Patriots at all. It was as though his entire career took place in Tampa. He had 91% of his career was absent from his Instagram retirement. So it then took, as Bart just pointed out, 34 hours <laughs> for Bill Belichick to say anything about Brady retiring. And I didn't think enough of it. I guess I didn't read it carefully enough because Bill never says anything. <laughs> so I didn't read it. But then Ray pointed out, read the statement. This is what Belichick said about Brady's retirement. First, first words. I am privileged to have drafted and coached Tom Brady, the ultimate competitor and winner. Tom's humble beginning in professional football ultimately ended with him becoming the best player in NFL history. He points out that he drafted him wow. and how humble his beginning was. That You're right. That is Belichick's way of saying, I'm responsible for this. Yeah. Let's make it 100% clear. There is no Brady without me. I mean, I never realized that Michigan was comparable to uh, Weber State. Yeah, I, <laughs> didn't, I, didn't know, I didn't know that was a humble beginning. I mean, the fact that you were on one of the biggest stages, you know, in college football. Mm -hmm. um, but listen, I know this has been going back and forth and, you know, I mean, I can see this getting to the level of Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan when it comes to the pettiness because as time continues, more and more is going to leak out and it's going to be more and more opportunities. I mean, I, we, can we get can we get Brady as a regular like on like one of these ESPN like watching games where he can kind of let his hair down a little bit mm -hmm. and forget that he's, you know, on the show and everybody's listening because I want I want the truth to come out about all the rumors that we have heard you know, for years, rather, it was like, what was it, a couple of years ago when they came out with the with the Jimmy G thing, trade sure. him and all that stuff? I, like, all that stuff, we're going to be able to get answers to because they're not hiding under the notion that, hey, we're still professionals. We will see. But I, I, I do find this. I mean, our, our Bill Belichick calls Tom Brady the best player in NFL history is the headline. I, that's correct. It is an accurate headline. But when you dig a little deeper, mm. you do realize that there is a passive-aggressive nature to all of this. Greeny with you, presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your car, home, motorcycle, commercial auto, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. There's another thing that I love as we start to sort of swing our attention slowly back to the Super Bowl, which is coming up. And that is Joe Burrow. <laughs> so Joe Burrow's brashness. I was here with you one day. All right, uh, this is ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward-Garrett, the extended program here on uh, 
hit, hit, there you go on uh, on realignment day and and Ward and, and Garrett let's let's dive into this thing and and I'll be honest just uh, from my seat I think this has worked out really nicely for for our six A's and our five A's and I think they were the ones that, with the biggest question marks and so let's begin with six A and uh, let me let me get to six A here on our uh, on our release and kind of go through the district that. Uh, that will uh, pertain to uh, our Central Texas schools. And let's see, Ward, I'm trying to find it here. District 12. It's 12. It yep. is. Yep, here we go. So District 12 goes like this. It's the Brian Vikings, the Coppers Cove Bulldogs, the Hutto Hippos, the Harker Heights Knights, the uh, Pflugerville Weiss. It is Temple. And it is um, the Midway Panthers. It is the Midway Panthers. So they, they do go south. And, and you know what? That's a fun district. It should be a competitive district. And that is great news, I think, for everybody all the way around. Yeah, the only the, the thing that's kind of surprising to me is the Brian Vikings get to stay in that. I figured that they would go with those other schools that kind of were merging there in that area. So, you know, look, it's it's familiar for for Coppers Cove, Bryan Heights, and Temple, uh, and also familiar from Midway because just two years removed from being kind of in that district, uh, the clean school's gone out of it. Pflugerville's been a team that several of those teams have played in non-districts, so that's going to be a, a little bit of a familiarity in there. So, I, you know, I think it worked out well. You've got, you know, a seven-team district, so you got to find three non-district games, and, you know, the travel-wise, it's not going to be – uh, extremely bad travel-wise. I mean, the furthest trip you're going to make is Brian, and it's really not that bad. No, it's not for me. The I think the the biggest question mark is Pflugerville Weiss. That's the one school that a lot of these teams are going to be unfamiliar with. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's nice to have you know rekindled that that real. I mean, the familiarity with these teams. Do you know Cove and and everybody? So I'm interested to see what Waco Midway is able to do. I think it's big for them. All right, a little bit of a surprise, not. If, with the number of teams in District 4, look at District 4 of 5A. District 4 of 5A has nine teams in the district. So you only need, what, two non-district games? Mm -hmm. Two non-district games and then let the party begin. So here's what District 5, a uh, District 4, 5A, Division 1 looks like. It's the Cleburne Yellow Jackets. It's the Granberry Pirates. It's the Clean Kangaroos. It's the Ellison Eagles. It's Shoemaker Gray Wolves. It's Lake Belton. It's Middle Lothian. It's Red Oak. And it's Waco High. That is your District 4 5A Division 1. So you have nine schools in District 4, which means eight district ball games, two non district games. So. Uh, you better get ready to play in a hurry. <laughs> so we're using a little surprise. I know you guys are surprised in the direction they went. Are you surprised that it's such a big district? With as not, as with, far as the direction that Waco went? Yes. With, I, I knew that they would go that, that direction. I mean, you're, you're looking at going both. You, you you're had not, a, I thought you had Waco going north. Well, Cleburne and Granbury are north. But everything else is south. Clean, clean, Ellison. Middle Othian, Red Oak. I mean, you've yeah. got a mix, mixture yeah, it, of both. But you have nine schools in that district. Uh, well, it, hey, look, you, you look at the Dallas schools and the Fort Worth schools. Sometimes there's ten. There's ten. Yeah, I yeah. know. Yeah, from, from a proximity standpoint. But I, 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 feel, I still feel like that, that is, that's a fun district. I mean, 
I think that these are some familiar schools. To, to I always felt like Waco it's High. A, it's it, going to be competitive, very yeah. competitive. Always last year and the year before, always felt like Waco High and or Midway was kind of visiting those other guys because you know they were that wasn't their normal route and their normal routine and all mm-hmm. that stuff. So, uh, and in my my computer just died, by the way. So Ward, you're going to have to take over and uh, and get us the information. Well, that non-district, uh, you, you look at that nine-team district. Well, their by district is going to be District Three, which is going to have Alito, Azel, Burleson, Centennial, Denton, Ryan, Fort Worth, South Hills, Louisville, the Colony, Northwest, Saginaw, White Settlement, Brewer. Another nine-team district that's going to be their by district matchup mm-hmm. and. Uh, in that situation, you probably don't want to be the fourth team out of that district because you're going to match up with the Alito Bearcats immediately uh, coming out into by-district play. But uh, another comparable district to from three to four, and, and you look at being able to have an opportunity uh, because it's going to be, you know, with Denton Ryan and Alito both in there, mm-hmm. that's – that's going to be a top-heavy district. There's no doubt about it. No, it really is. But I think that that if you're a Waco High and you say you make the playoffs and you draw one of those teams, I think that's where the benefit of playing Duncanville and Cedar Hill would definitely help them. I also like it from the standpoint if you're late Belton and you're coming in uh, with a new program, I think this is a more favorable slate for them uh, instead of being thrown in there with College Station, who's always in the mix for state championship contention. I think it creates a lot of parity. Um, if you're looking at a program like Shoemaker, I think this is going to be probably their year to really step up and be one of the front runners of this district with all the talent they have coming back. And we know the great job that Coach Foreman has done with the Gray Wolves. Uh, I was just, I'm just kind of going through this, guys, randomly now. Uh, D- Class 2A, Division One, Class 2A, Division One, District 7 is going to be Axel, Cayuga, Italy, Itasca, Kearns, Crossroads and in Rio Vista, District Eight will have Bosqueville, Bruce Valetti, Crawford, Marlin, Moody, Riesel, Rosebud Lot. Notice Riesel has dropped down. Uh, Rosebud Lot and Valley Mills. That is a unbelievably good district. How competitive is that thing? Bosqueville, Bruce Valetti, Crawford, Marlin, Moody, Riesel, Rosebud Lot, Valley Mills. Uh, look at all those playoff teams from a year ago that's in that district. In that one district. Yeah, absolutely. So that is uh, that is a a really, really competitive district. Let's look at uh, District uh, Conference 2A Division Two, And, uh, and again, th- I'm seeing this for the first time, folks, so <laughs> uh, bear with me. Uh, district 10, that's the one you're going to be looking for. You got Dawson, Frost, Heiko, Hubbard, Mart, Wortham, and Meridian. In District Ten, so uh, you, you've you've got some really good. District Thirteen will be Bartlett, Breedmont, Chilton, Granger, Iola, and and Milano. So that is that is District Thirteen uh, with uh, some Central Texas ties to that district as well. So Ten and Eleven really kind of your uh, your Central Texas districts. I was still looking for the, the conference four Mel- A Division One uh, District Five. Alvarado, China Spring, Stephenville, La Vega, and Waxahachie Life will be in District 5. Another uh, five-team district for that uh, district as well coming up. I was looking in, in Conference 2A Division 1 for those Bell County-type programs, Warden. I mean, I'm, I'm struggling to find those guys. Anybody see? 6A? 
uh, no, Conference 2A, 2A, you know, I was just looking to see where, you know, uh, some of the uh, the Bell County uh, Central Texas schools are falling as far as that uh, that 2A district is concerned. Uh, you got one solid district here. It's going to be in 3A D1, and we're looking at District 11 where you're going to have Cameron Yo, you're going to have Franklin, Academy, Lorena, McGregor, Rockdale, and Troy. So you wow. got, when you look at – Say that again. So you're going to have Cameron Yo, Franklin – uh, Little River Academy, Lorena, McGregor, Rockdale, and Troy. How do you get out of there? That's going to be difficult. Okay, so I did find what I was looking for. Conference 2A Division One down in that Bell County area. Uh, and it's not just Bell County, by the way. It is Flatonia, Hearn, Holland, Schulenburg, Thorndale, Thraw, and Weimer. So that that was the uh, the other district I was looking for. Boy, you want to talk about a district. You just, you just rattled off a district uh, that is unbelievable. In uh, in the in that uh, that three A rank, so uh, and was that Division One or Division Two? By the way, that was Division One. Okay, so District Eight is Eustis, Fairfield, Grosbeck, Kemp, Malakoff, Mahia, and Teague. You better be ready to play there too. I'm just telling you, with Malakoff in that league. So and then the uh, uh, District Seven is Dallas A plus, Dallas Gateway Charter Academy, Dallas Life, Dallas Madison, Grandview, and then Inspired Vision Academy, Dallas. That is that district. You were talking about Holland earlier and mm-hmm. looking here, 2-8-D-1. Uh, Holland's going to fall in District 13 where you got Flatonia, mm-hmm. Hearn, Holland, Schulenburg, Thorndale, Thrall, and Weimer. So that's going to be interesting that they, they sent the, uh, the Hornets south. Yep. Uh, let's see. Anything else that we need? Out of out of three A uh, in in Division two, have we looked at Division two and three A, fellas? Uh, District thirteen will have Buffalo, Clifton, Elkhart, Florence, Lexington, and Rogers. There's another. You better be ready to go. Buffalo, Clifton, Elkhart, Florence, Lexington, and Rogers in in District thirteen. Uh, I'm just looking across Conference three A. Uh, you got, five, District 5 is Comanche, Dublin, Eastland, Jacksboro, Merkel, and Millsap. Uh, so you got a couple of Central Texas programs there. We got mm-hmm. a couple of interesting um, 2AD2 districts here in Central Texas. Uh, the first one you're looking at District 10, where you got Dawson, Frost, Heiko, Hubbard, Mart, Meridian, and Wortham. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then split with that down in District 13, you're going to have Bartlett, Bremont, Chilton, Granger, Iola, and Milano. Have we covered 4A Division 1 yet? How about this one? Here's District 5, Alvarado, China Spring. That's the one I just said. Stephenville, La Vega, and Waxahachie Life. Okay, sorry. Uh, that is yeah. – That's the fun district. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, you better be ready. That is a five-team district. Who so, they, okay, hang so, on a second. So you need six non-district games? Absolutely, yeah. And, and Don Hyde has so much trouble finding three. You know, you you, look, you talk about that, and Argyle moves up to that District 3. We were wondering where Argyle was going to go out of that district. Mm-hmm. Uh, now they're in with the Class 5A Division 2 District 3. Argyle, Carrollton Creek View, Denton, Frisco Emerson, Frisco Independence, Frisco Memorial, and Lake Dallas now with Argyle. This is a five-team football district, fellas. Uh Wow. With 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 Alvarado, China, Stephenville, mm-hmm. La Vega, and and Waxahachie Life, you've got to go find six non-district football games. Holy moly! Okay, am I missing something here? 
Has anybody found Waco University yet? Yeah, yeah. They're uh they're they're going south as well. They're going south as well. Uh we we just we covered that just a minute ago. In division I, I two it. in division two, university is let's see, we I just I just went over those just a few minutes ago. Uh where were they? Uh, where I don't see them in Division Two, but I may just be missing it. I'm sorry. No, they're there. Uh, yeah, District Eleven. You got Belton, Elgin, Clean Chaparral, okay, Leander Rouse, Pflugerville, Pflugerville Conley, and University. All the way over to the right. So yeah. there you go. They're in District Eleven. So they went. Three. They went way from over in the Metroplex to down south. Well, and, and this is what we were talking about earlier. You don't know if, not only what district you're in, but what region you're in, because we kind of thought that they may be over uh, with. Uh, with Burleson, Corsicana, Ennis, Everman, yeah, Joshua. Yeah, that, that's where I expected them to land. Which would have been District 5, which would have been Region 2. So they're in a totally, not only are they in a different district, but they're in a different region. region completely, so they're, yeah. Yeah, so they're they're in Region 3, and uh, so that puts them over there. So everybody, uh, you know, so you, you got Midway that basically went south. Of course, you, and, and as you point out, with that nine-team district, uh, I'd like to see how they stretch that rubber band because you're right. There's teams from the north. There's teams from uh, from the that are north of of Waco and teams that are south of Waco in that particular district. Mm-hmm. Uh, any- now District 11 is going to match up with District 12 in the by district, just like it has before, and that's the uh, original district of Doom. It stays somewhat intact with the top three: Cedar Hill, Desoto, Duncanville in there. Mix in Dallas Skyline, add in Mansfield, Mansfield Lake Ridge, Mansfield Legacy, who's gone up to 6A now, and Waxahachie. So some familiarity in that, but that's going to be another juggernaut to even get through that district. Have you found Highland Park? Because I'm looking. I know they went up to 6A finally, and I'm trying to find them, and I can't see where they put them. All right, let's see. Highland Park is in District 7, Region 1, uh, 6A. Highland Park, Dallas Jesuit. Irving, Irving MacArthur, Irving Nimitz, Richardson, Richardson Berkner, Richardson Lake Highlands, Richardson Pierce. Mm-hmm. Not that it really matters, I don't guess. But it's a nine-team district as I, well. I was just looking at. I just went back and looked at that the the district that Waco is in. Mm-hmm. Do you realize that is Region One? I've never seen a Central Texas school in Region 1. Your region 1 is normally West, West is Texas. In Central Texas. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Appreciate <laughs> you playing. Uh, so they're in Division 5A Division 1, Region 1? Yes. Region 1 for a Central Texas school. Yeah. That is weird. That is well, strange. You, you got Lake Belton. and So you have, let's see, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 in the south and one in, 4 in the north. One, two, three, four, yeah. Middle Othian, Red Oak, Cleburne, and Granbury. That's that's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. It's basically kind of running up and down I thirty five about sixty five, seventy miles one way and sixty five, seventy miles the other way. As we mentioned a while ago, District Three is gonna be a little more interesting because I mean, can you just go ahead and hand the pass to Alito now? With Denton Ryan being in there? Yeah. No. No, you can't. Yeah. I mean, you, you just made that a, a unbelievably competitive district. I mean, with, I think you really did. Now they, they need that. They need to be pushed. I'm not sure anything else. I mean, those are your two front runners. That's your two front runners. Yeah. And, and so if you are in District 4. <laughs> you want to be in first or second. You don't want to be in third or fourth. Nope. Nope. You want to finish first or second. 
So there you go. Anything else uh, before we send it to Greeny that we need to touch base on? Uh, I didn't even see anything really earth shattering. Um, I think, I mean, it's just, I love how we're able to get these teams back together, especially in the 5A and the 6A. I think that's really beneficial because, I mean, they, they could have put them in a very bad situation. You know, I thought for, for a bit that they may shake up District 11 uh, considerably, but they, they really didn't. They, I mean, you know, Waco High dropped yeah. and, and Midway moves south, so you have to fill those gaps. But look, Ward, it's still Duncanville, DeSoto, and Cedar Hill. Wait, you knew it was going to stay with those three big dogs, and it just depended on how you wanted to adjust that mm-hmm. with Legacy going up to 6A. They needed to find a place for them. That was almost a natural fit with Mansfield and Lakeridge already being in there. Right. So if you're going to put those two in there to make that fit, then you had to move somebody out. And they go ahead, and you knew Waco was going to drop into 5A, so the other one you had to move out was Midway. Why not get them a little bit travel uh, partner better for them, especially as we talked about before, the not just for the football aspect of things when you're looking at 6A, but the basketball and the JV schedule mm. trying to fight their way into the Metroplex on a school night just really didn't work for them. And so I, I think it works out well, for them, and, and then look, you you mix in Dallas Skyline just because of the proximity. I, I'm a little bit surprised in that one that you didn't have Grand Prairie and South Grand Prairie fill those two Correct. holes. Yeah, I could see I, that. I figured that that was going to be the two holes that were filled in that District 11 had that going with it. But they moved them over to District 8 with Arlington, Arlington Bowie, Arlington Houston, uh, Lamar, Arlington Martin, Grand Prairie, and South Grand Prairie. That's going to be a good competitive district as well in District 8. Hey, look! I was just I was just looking at four uh, A four uh, A Division two in District eleven. That's the Central Texas District, mm-hmm. and it, it's pretty much intact. With you know, you, uh, somehow Madisonville kind of end up over yeah. here, but I, they got to end up someplace. But it's Gatesville, Madisonville, Robinson, Salado, and Conley. Okay, so there's five schools for four spots, mm-hmm. and yeah. then go look. And then go look at District twelve. Uh, that's who you pair up with in Region three: Caldwell, Quero, Giddings, Gonzalez. Uh, LaGrange and Smithville. Heck, man, you got a chance, don't you? Yeah, I mean, I think that I like that because it really, looking at that, Quero would probably be, you know, write it in, probably the, the the headliner team in there. So if you get out of that district and you pair up, I like the I like the Central Texas team's chances. But in, in, but for District 11, our Central Texas 4A Division Two district, uh, who's going to be the odd man out? I mean, you know, you got five schools for four spots. Uh Basically, go win a game in district, and, and you got a mm-hmm. and you got a spot, right? Yeah. I mean, wow. yeah, absolutely. So, so now, it is interesting that you see some nine team districts and some six team districts and some five team districts. So, uh, again, I'm sitting there. I, I'm I'm the one that's got. I guess for me, the big head scratcher is is the La Vega Stephenville. Wow, you got to. I mean, they were in a five team district last year too. So this is not something that they're unfamiliar with, but. It, it's difficult, you're, I mean, especially if you're La Vega. Yeah, Don I mean, Hyde can't find games. Yeah, you're, you're going to have a hard time finding five opponents yeah. uh, to, to be able to line up with you. So they're going to have to do some traveling in non-district. How about San Angelo Central getting back out into West Texas and not having to drive into the Metroplex? Well, that, they you, that's where they belong. Yeah, they, absolutely. They belong out there in that. Absolutely. They were in there with Euless Trinity and those schools last year, Hurst Bell. Uh, now they're back out with Midland, Midland Legacy, Odessa, Odessa Permian, San Angelo Central, 
and Wolford Friendship. That's almost the Little Southwest Conference exactly. that we used to have a few years ago uh, or years ago. Uh, District 3 now looks like Crowley, Trinity, Boswell, Pascal, Chisholm Trail, L.D. Bell, North Crowley, and Weatherford. So Crowley and North Crowley back in the same district for the first time in almost 10 years. How about that? Oh, wow. I didn't realize it's been that long. Yeah. That's good stuff. That's good for them. That is good stuff. Uh, uh, let's see. Again, so you're going to have – you now got to find six teams – to play if you're China yeah. Spring, if you're Stephenville. Yeah, and I'm sure everybody's lining up to play Stephenville, China Spring, and La yeah. and, and Vega, <laughs> right? It'll be easy to line up that schedule. Yeah, th- those three can, you know, they can just package their non-district schedule yeah. together. They're mm-hmm. going to go find six teams to play. Let Mart line up with Holy one of them. They're going to be searching for Well, they always are. <laughs> they always are. All right. Uh, anything else before we let uh, Mike Greenberg have his show back? No, yeah. I mean, there's not many. There's a couple of 10-team districts like what you were talking about mm-hmm. that mix in with the Fort Worth schools. The Dallas District 6, which has always been a 10-team district, they just got to figure out which 10 Dallas schools right. they're going to yeah. lump into it. Well, we saw where they moved uh, Lake Dallas over to that uh, district or Dallas Skyline into District 11 with Duncanville in those schools uh, because they jumped up to 6A, but you have the 10 schools, Addison, uh, Adams, Conrad, Hillcrest, Jefferson, Kimball, Samuel, Siegelville, South Oak Cliff, Spruce, and Wilson. South Oak Cliff, of course, the leading candidate coming out of that district, mm-hmm. uh, coming off the uh, state championship. But that's, you know, 10 teams. You just line up on week one and let's get ready to play. Same thing in the San Antonio area. There's a 10-team district there as well in District 14. How frustrating. Like, all right, you as a, co- as a coach, do you, would you prefer to not have a 10-team? Because to me, I mean, there's no room for error at all. No, there's not. You, you, and, and, look, you don't have any way of figuring out, hey, what do we need to improve on? Right. What what do we got to get better at before we get into district play and they start counting? I mean, I, I think you'd at least like one. You would think. Preferably yeah, two games to, to get into non-district play. But uh, I, I guess there's something to be said about teeing it up, and it all counts from, from the word go. But I, I think that that would be extremely difficult. I, if I was – I think ideally – Eight would probably be a good max. That way, you do have a couple of games, and mm-hmm. obviously, you're going to have at least one scrimmage, more, you know, to to get work in. But but that doesn't tell you. It doesn't. It, I mean, I mean, I it tells you, you a little need... bit, but that's just that. That's just you're trying to find out more about your team and where your fits right. are in a scrimmage mm-hmm. than anything else. So there you go. Uh, I think if you're Midway, I think if you're Waco High, I think if you're University, you're you're pretty excited today. Absolutely. Don't you? Don't Absolutely. You? Oh, yeah. And I, if you're Temple, I think you're pretty excited. Because, listen, fellas, there was conversation about uh, Temple and Midway going north. Yeah, ended up in with Cedar Hill, DeSoto, and Duncanville. Yeah, good luck with all that. Uh, so that's not happening. And I, I think you've got I think you've got some you got some familiarity to your districts mm-hmm. again. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, there, again, there's one that's going to jump in there and be a part of your family. But uh, for the most part, I think these districts – are going to be fun to watch next fall and, you know, in, in volleyball as well. And, and then of course, uh, it's, you know, again, I, I, I'm, I'm a little surprised by the nine team district that, that, uh, that, that Waco ended up in, but I'm more surprised by the, the La Vega, Stephenville, China Springs situation where boy, howdy, uh, it, it, you that know, that is going to be, 
I mean, you're going to have guys that are three, four weeks into their district schedule before those guys ever play a district game. Yeah. So, or they'll go in and out from district to back into non-district. That's what they did last year. If you, I don't know how you do that once everybody starts district play. I, I don't know how you could possibly. Uh, wow, that would be a challenge. I would think to find teams, but you know what? You you got to do what you got to do yeah. when you're hunting games. So I, I can't wait to see Ward how some of these non-district schedules look. Uh, as, as far as is who they're playing and and where they're going. Because as you know, wasn't it La Vega last year that had to go down into the valley yeah, or something like that? They went mm-hmm. and played Cal Allen. Had to uh, spend Corpus the night and, 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 and do all that yeah. kind of stuff. So, holy smokes. We'll, we'll find out. We'll find out. All right, it's 930. Uh, that is going to do it for us uh, on the on the extended program. But uh, uh, we'll, we'll hopefully, and I say hopefully, uh, we'll talk about it <laughs> some more tomorrow. Uh, we've got uh, we got some weather that's going on. But uh, hopefully we'll uh, we'll be able to. To, to be with you tomorrow morning. John Morris at 3 today, and Matt Mosley's at 4, and we'll talk to you hopefully tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. right here on ESPN Central Texas.